ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. We talk gear, on and off season preparation, tips and tactics, conservation, and finding inspiration in the outdoors as sportsmen and women. Thank you for joining us as we share our love for all things Western hunting. Twenty-yard pin is four pin, four dots. Oh, 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 we picked the right one. <laughs> here's the here's the thing. You think th- that's exactly what you think? You're like, all right, well, I'll just pick the the. You know, it'd be like a cluster like this, and say, okay, I'll pick the top one. It's inconsistent because some days it's like this, other days oh, it's like wow. that, others like that. So there is no picking one, <laughs> and it got to the point where I was completely missing a block target at 40 yards. Oh goodness. Yeah. That, you I, want to talk about panic now, yeah, granted but, for, for me, for what I do, everything I'm killing 99.9% of the time is under 20 anyway, but I like to shoot, you know, for me, I shoot out to 60. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can shoot. Well, well, my property allows me to shoot 120, but my eyes don't. Right. Cause I still, I, I don't have the cluster, but I have a fuzzy pin. That I, there's nothing that I can do anything about. So now, I mean, I could still get a decent group at 60, but I can't shoot, you know, I, I, when I killed that mule deer, you know, a number of years back, I still to this day remember, I mean, just, I mean, I had practice, practice. I remember that deer, I pulled that, that bow back and that pin was, is just bing, this is crisp and steady. It was just like, bam, right there. And it just was money. And then you go to a few years after that where you cannot hit a you can't <laughs> hit the block target at 40. Yeah, I'm freaking out. Oh, you're talking major panic. Yeah. I went and saw my eye doctor too. And we were thinking about putting so with the glasses, we were thinking about putting the bifocal on the inside. So when you're looking across your nose, the bifocal would be in here. Because basically it's it it's the way your eye focuses and I don't remember how it would, but basically he wanted to knock this 
prescription power down a little bit. So it wasn't, you know, but it just drove me nuts. And I was like, well, he changed the a couple things and it got better. And over these past couple of years, it seems to have improved a little bit on its own, but uh, yeah, no man, it can really mess with you. So right. stay on top of that. It, it's funny, right? Because we talk about, you know, having confidence in our, in ourself and in our gear and man, what a kick in the, in the nads. Cause I'm looking at this dude and, and I'm, I'm that archer, right? Like if I'm not hitting, you know, a, a two inch group at 80 yards, like if I'm not fletching to fletch, I'm freaking out. And now I find myself the last couple of days at the range, I'm going, ah, it's a six inch group. We're okay. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you're talking 80 yards, but I mean, that's the thing is when, when you're you, and it's not like you can, you know, what does it say? Uh, uh, no one cares. Work harder. It's not like you can say, "Okay, I'm just going to bear down and really focus." No. Yeah, that doesn't work. You just you start to fall apart, and so yep. then you realize, "Holy hell!" You know what? The, and especially from day after day, where you're like, "Okay, well, this is just a bad round." I just okay, my head's not in. I'll just put the bow away. Just not. Let's not get any bad like habits. Yeah. And you come back the next day, and you're like, "Okay, something's something's not right." Because I just shot yesterday. I thought it was me, so I made a, a sight adjustment. And I was shooting and now I'm back and now it the, now I'm hitting back where I was before and what the in, in <laughs> man, it'll just start it'll, you'll just spiral out of control oh, quick. It, it's uh it's a good thing that you caught it early. and I knew it, right? I and, and I think that I should have jumped on it sooner, but we 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 start getting to that point in age where you know we're still resistant, that denial. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like I'm 49. I still I'm still at that point. You yeah. know, I, I, my buddy's 52 and we we met for a couple of beers there. And I, I asked him because that's where I'm at, you know, January I turned 50. I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> like that number's not real. So I asked him, I'm like, so how old are you? He's like 52. I'm like, dude, you're you can get the silver discount. He's like, fuck, God, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, exactly. Trip, that resistance is something else, dude. It is it's pretty it, funny. It, it it you know, at 30 it didn't hit me. At 40, I wasn't like, I don't give a crap. And now I'm at 49 and I'm like, like this is real. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I'm like I'm 50 now. Like, like I'm old now. Like that's, that's like, (laughs) (laughs) it sucks. This is, this is really my first hit of it. You know, like with with the eye thing, I'm like, this is my first hit of, you know, kind of breaking, breaking that ridge to drop down the other side of the saddle. It it kind of sucks. Wait, wait till it, it, you may have already done that. Wait till you, you go to get out of bed and you, you know, you, you just step wrong. You're like, oh, (laughs) oh, and then you're like, just locked up for the rest of the day. You're like, how is this possible? Yeah, oh, dude, How is this even? <laughs> a week ago, was it about? It was about a week. No, yeah, it was about a week ago. I was at work and uh, I do heavy civil construction. I'm in aviation, and okay. I had a crew working on at LAX here, and I, I pull up to go check on the work, and uh, we have these. They're called low level barricades. They're just water filled barricades that keep folks out of the area, and uh, you can't have nothing big on the airfield. Anywho, they're probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 gallons of water in them, right? And, and okay. I used to be able to sling these things around with water and everything else. Dude, I bent down. I moved one out of the way, bent down, moved the other one. And uh, it wasn't the next morning. That night, I was like, I told my wife, oh, man, my back is hurting. I'm not sure if it's just because I sit a lot at work. 
I'm not sure if it's just all the sitting, but I feel horrible. And then the next day, man, I woke up and I was like, holy shit, I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> and then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? It was from bending down and picking. I can't do that shit anymore. <laughs> we don't, I used to do, we don't bounce anymore. No, that's, man. that's, we don't bounce. Oh, I don't even want to fall. <laughs> At this point, I don't even want to fall. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. But I tell you what scared the shit out of me, man, when I was, when I'm shooting and I'm looking at those pins. And that's one of the things, you know, yeah. that I've prided myself in for years is that ability to, and maybe it's not my effective kill range, but it is, that's where my confidence comes from, right? Is to be able to dial those groups in that way when I do drop into oh, that, yeah. that 60 yards in, it's a no brainer. And Correct. I'm finding myself holding that bow and, and I shoot, man, this, my elk bow, it's 80 pounds. So time behind the string is huge for me. But now I'm sitting there with less reps because I'm having to hold and focus. Correct. I'm fatiguing earlier, you know, and it's Correct. just like, holy. And then you start, then you start second guessing, then you start doubting and then yeah. you, okay, I'm going to let down and you're like, what the hell? And then you come back and you're like, okay, that was a good one. And then it lands four inches and you're like, that broke good. You know, that, that should have broke, that broke right there. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It's, Your it's eyes are deceiving else. you, buddy. It, it's something else, man. But it, you know what? It, it is a very a very welcome reality check to some extent though, because I do, when it, when I first was fighting it, right. I would punch, bam, I'm using a thumb oh, yeah. and I would punch and I would, and I'm like, wait a minute. I wasn't in there. I know better than that. I gotta be okay with letting down. Right. And, yeah. and, and I was fighting and fighting. And then I said, okay, I got to settle into this. So I started letting down or I started, you know, pulling the bow out so I could just hold longer, have it away from me just to extend that, then bring it back up. So it was like, okay, this is a good, sort of a good thing. I just got to get these eyes in check, but this is a good thing because it's checking my ass about the things I know yeah. I shouldn't do. So it kind of woke me up. So this is, I mean, you're talking from Friday to yesterday. And then yesterday I went to the range and I damn near couldn't do anything wrong. It was great. Even with the fuzz, right? I, I was like, yeah. okay, just settle in. Take your time, allow the pin to flow. And that's one of the things that I was fighting is for whatever reason, because I couldn't focus, I wanted that pin to just hold like I was a brand new archer. And I'm like, I've been fucking shooting a bow for over 20 years. Like, let the pin float. And, and I just, okay, let it float. And like I said, the groups were larger, but it was like, that's-, that's They were in animal. there. They were in there. You yeah, know, it was they like, were okay. still accurate. They just were less precise, which yeah. is- Okay, until, you're well, still killing them. I got past 80 yards. And until. Went, uh, yeah, I went to shit after 80 yards. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you right now, to this day, I still cannot shoot. So, you know, like the matrix targets where you've got just the different mm -hmm. dots or whatever. I can't shoot dots. What I have to do is I have to take my block or whatever target is, paint that thing either black. But it depends on what what where I'm shooting and the lighting and everything. But basically a solid color and a contrasting crosshair right in the middle of yeah. it. And so that way, no matter what distance it is, it doesn't matter what my pin looks like. I have that reference to where I know exactly where I'm holding. It made a world of difference for me. And just because I, you know, and now I can, so I'll just take a piece. So I paint it black and I can just take like masking tape and I can put an X over here or I can put an X over there or just a big crosshair. I can just tuck, tuck. Tech, tech, just drop them right in there rather than trying to put a dot on top of a dot because there's no way my eyes can nope not happening that's actually a really good practice 
so typically at this point of the year, I am already painted. And then, you know, I'll do the same thing as I'll paint brown and then I'll just a contrast line and, and I'm yep. shooting for the crease, right? Correct. For, for yep. a month. Yep. That's actually what we all should be doing. Good eyes or bad eyes any effing way, right? Exactly. I mean, that, that's exactly. huge because there ain't no uh, chartreuse dots running around on, on elk or deer right. that I've ever seen. That's right. That's so right. It's actually, like I said, it, it's kind of a a nice situation to be in because it helped me reel my, to a point, arrogance in, you know, in my ability behind my bow, right? And, I mean, you can't, can't take it I, for granted. Well, yeah, and you can't, couldn't tell me that I could do anything wrong behind it. <laughs> Slap in the face, some bitch. You could do yeah. a lot wrong behind that thing when it's yeah. when it's the good. The time. good. The good Lord was like, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna reel you in real quick, buddy. Get you prepped up for And we'll just make a little tweak here and go have fun with that. <laughs> I just uh, cognizant of it. We're two and a half weeks away. As long as I'm cognizant of it, when that bull walks out, hopefully it all comes together there. If not, well, if you call it if, if you call them into seven steps, it doesn't matter. It ain't gonna just, matter, right? You can do all the wrong <laughs> you want, you know, within 30 yards. Put the housing on that hair. Okay, yeah, bam, done. That's, it. that's a dead bull, man. So, man, I you know honestly, I, I start, I hit record. We've been recording since we started talking about the eyeglass situation. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I don't even know where to go, dude. So I heard you on Kafaru Cast, and uh, man, not to sound you know no homo or nothing. Uh, dude, I was like, man, I'm enamored with this dude. Like, and I just started listening to everything. Got on Row Hunting Resources. So there's so much, there's so much I could delve into with Chris Rowe. Um, it, it's I just, don't care. Go, do, go down a rabbit hole, I, dude. I'll, I'll, I'm going to, because we're approaching elk season, right? I'm going to try yeah. and keep it to the straight and narrow. But the human side of what we do is hugely important to me. Um Hugely, nice. hugely important to me. I don't, I think we've strayed away from that as a demographic, unfortunately, for whatever reason, uh, and not full on, right? The, there's there's a, a large sect of people that I think have been at it a bit longer um, and understand the value in it. And that was one of the things that I appreciated um, on that episode. And I've heard others that that you, you get into that too, was the values that you and Aaron were bringing to the conversation, right? And I really, I really think that that is something worth hearing, especially for, I hate to say it, the vast majority of us that are wrapped up into the BS or the marketing or the things that, that really don't help matter for yeah yeah i was trying to be nice about it yeah I, but it it, that's further. the bottom line is it, yeah i mean so are i don't know are you and i didn't look are you a subscriber to the to the website yes yes row hunting reasons yes sir did you watch that video i did on understanding ideology yes sir with a, okay so i said i was going to do a part two on that and so a couple things. One, if you say, sir, again, I'm going to reach to the phone and grab you. We're the same age. Force, <laughs> force, force of habit. Exactly. Force of habit. I call everyone, sir. Right. That's just there you go. As long habit. as it's not ma'am, I guess that's all right. No, no, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So I, on that video, I said, you know, I, I, I wrestled with that. I mean, I, I've been wrestling with that concept um, and for those people listening that that aren't subscribers yet, um, 
there's a video in there. It's what it was a two and a half hours. I think it was, but basically just understanding ideology. How, how do people think and, and how do, how do, how does personality and all these things play out to where, how do you fall on this kind of spectrum of, of, you know, everybody wants to say left versus right or conservative versus liberal or, or these days leftist versus conservatives or, you know, liberals versus Republicans or whatever you want to call it. And it, it just, the, the conversation is so bastardized that it's, it, it's just wrong. And so what we find ourselves in a situation in is where none of us can get out of our own way and we all get pigeonholed into our own little value set and we can't see the world outside of our own little glasses. And so it just becomes this tribe mentality and, and we just kind of stovepipe and, and silo into these, these, I don't know, these, different thoughts and, and everybody becomes an enemy and we can't converse anymore. And, you know, people kept asking me like, well, why you want to talk about this? You know, stick with, and one guy did, he was like, well, you need to stick with what you know and, and don't get into this. And I'm like, well, okay, whatever. But the point being is, is the reason why I'm, I wanted to dive into it is I was listening to what was going on with the wolf uh, reintroduction debate here for Colorado. And it just, and I don't live in Colorado anymore. So it's not my, it's as a, I, I can provide my thoughts, but I'm not a citizen of the state of Colorado. And in the, this, it's up to the citizens of the state of Colorado to have that discussion for themselves. But I sat there and I listened to different sides of the coin and I'm like, your arguments, you're not. So the pro wolf people would, would make a statement or a, a pitch. And then you'd hear the anti wolf people make their pitch. And I'm like, Guys, you're talking from two different worlds. You, you hear the pro-wolf people and you're like, you guys are batshit crazy and you blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? When you talk, they're thinking you guys are batshit cra bat crazy and it goes right over their heads. And so if we're going to have, I don't care if we're talking about wolf issues, you know, controversial wildlife species issues, if we're talking about hunting versus anti-hunting issues, if we're talking about public lands management, you know, hashtag public landowner type issues, I, I don't care what issues they are. We don't even have to be dealing with people that are anti-us. We can't even have a civil conversation and relate to other people's values within the hunting com the community. And so the the first video on, on on that discussion on understanding ideology was to try to visually, you know, kind of kind of chart it out so where people could see how the ideological spectrum actually lies there. It's a, it's a wheel, it's a circle. And and we're all in there somewhere. And then part 2 was going to be okay, how do we play in that circle? Well, I mean, I've been spending the past, at this point now, it's going on 19 months, I think is what it is, and trying to wrap my head around some of that stuff. And every time I think I've got a little bit of something to share, I'll pick up another you know, uh, discussion from Jordan Peterson, or I'll pick up another dis uh, discussion from, you know, whether it's Eric Weinstein or Brett Weinstein or, or any of their guests on their podcast, and it just absolutely bakes my noodle. And so the latest one, you know, uh, there's a, I think I'm really close to having a, my head wrapped around enough to actually do that part two when I get back home. Um, I'm in Colorado. I'm traveling for work right now, just wrapping up a project. So that's why I'm sitting in a hotel room. But 
um, when I get back to the studio, I think I'm, I think I'm at that point where I think I can intelligently talk about, you know, why we find ourselves in the place we do these days. And Jordan Peterson had a, uh, an author, a researcher, author, Ian McGilchrist wrote a book called the master and his emissary. And it's about how the brain is divided. You know, we've got, you know, any, any, anybody that even remotely has any experience with biology or anything like that knows you, your brain has two hemispheres, the right and left, and each one handles different things. And, and he goes down through on how the different hemispheres actually process reality. And it is absolutely mind blowing because I think when he wrote that book, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, but he's now talking more about it in the fact that what we see with social media is absolutely what we've seen with um, just the, these, these latest gen. Okay. So here we are. You're 46. You said, yes, sir. So 49, I'm, I'm 49. Yeah, that's all right. I'm 49. And, and some of these, you know, we're at the age where we remember the first cell phone. We remember having a flip phone. You know what I mean? It used to be this little brick. And then there was like the flip phone and you're like, holy hell, you've got a flip phone. Yes, I do. And then it became this competition on where you how could get small. this like little, how small of a little micro <laughs> flip phone. Okay. Well, we have a perspective where when I grew up, the phone was attached to the wall and we would actually buy the extra long 15 foot springy cord so you could walk around the house. (laughs) Yeah. So you could walk around the house with the, the phone was attached to the wall, but the receiver, you could just, you know, wind it around the house, you know? So like you said, you could go sit on the stairwell and talk to your girlfriend in, in some semblance of privacy. So it, this is what this is where I have a hard time wrapping my head around. I'm old, but that's the case. Is we have we still have this perspective, and I and I bring it up because when you look at the younger age class people, you know, just the the the, the young adults that are just now entering college, they don't know anything other than an iPhone. Right. And so you know, we we listen to AOC or whoever says you know our generation has never seen prosperity. And some of us are like, what the hell are you even talking about? You're you're sitting there with a thousand dollar iPhone. Who's paying for that bill? Well, mom and dad are, yeah. or whoever. What, it, uh, dude? It's it, we're talking about a completely different mindset on how people legitimately process, for lack of a better term, reality. How you and I see the world is not the same as a younger generation sees the world. And it is not how they grew up. They didn't have, when we were kids, when, when we were in school, grade school or whatever, when it was recess, our teachers kicked us outside onto an asphalt, you know, playground there was a playground that had a swing set and, and a monkey bars maybe that that you know that that centrifugal force that that circular thing that just whipped around in circles a lot and just, of black and blue like a, off of them <laughs> yeah yeah like like a, like it was a human salad spinner just to just flung it okay and then you had kickball and four square and you had you know what you had a couple balls a couple basketballs maybe you go out and play go play we didn't have a screen that we looked at. Right. 
And we had to engage one another as individuals, which meant we had to temper ourselves. We had to, you know, if, if I went to the playground to engage you, I would know who you were and we would come to some understanding. If I was too much of a, 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 a dickhead, a loud mouth prick, okay, then you would not pick me for kickball. Or if you were a jerk or a bully or whatever, then the rest of us wouldn't pick you for, you know, our team or whatever. So you you had to learn how to communicate and temper yourself, read people, and then go, okay, well, I'm going to keep my mouth shut here, or I'm not going to say that. Or guess what? Billy did say that, and oh, Tommy smacked him right in the mouth. Or what, you know, we had this intraspecific um, engagement that, kind of helped us temper who we were, how we thought, what we said, how we communicated. Now everything is through such social media that, you know, Brett Weinstein talked about this with, with Peterson and the fact that you have kids growing up that they choose, they cherry pick their friends based on globally (laughs) on a phone, which means they never have to have those hard discussions because all their friends agree. I get to cherry pick my friends and I don't have to engage with, you know, that person on the playground. I can be an introvert and sit over here and just sit on my phone. And so you go to any place where you've got a bunch of young adults walking around. I mean, how you see it everywhere? Everybody has just got their face Blue. plugged into social media yep. and social media you know, we could talk about whether or not social media, you know, is evil or whatever, but from a business model, they're just trying to, if we just want to take it all, you know, just from a altruistic standpoint, their business model is to make money. Well, the best way to, to make money is to give you what you want. So you consume more of it. And so their algorithm just rewards your personal choices and it just drives you farther and farther down this tunnel of ideology, yes, we can talk about the, the 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 proprietors of these social media platforms, and yes, they have the ideological uh, commonality with more of that progressive, postmodern, uh, progressive left. But there, and there's more reasons for that than just politics. But just from a money standpoint. They're trying to make money, so they send you down these these little pigeonholes and all it does is just it's it's just this gigantic tighter tighter, exactly tighter and tighter and you're tighter and tighter within your own echo chamber and you have less and less interaction with other people to where you have less and less social ability to communicate difficult ideas for a mutual gain you can just say piss off screw you blocked I'm getting rid of you. I'm unfriending you. I'm doing this to where, dude, we're we're screwed, man, because it's it's more than just, well, we don't like to talk to you. Based on what I'm learning on in that a master and his emissary, if you look at how the brain is hardwired and how it trains itself, we're getting to a point where we as a society will not be able to communicate because our brains are hardwiring ourselves to exist 
in wildly different planes of existence. How how somebody on the left, how an animal activist, and I've spent my life, career life in, in wildlife dealing with controversial species in, in wildlife issues and dealing with animal activists. It's part of the reason why I, I, I delve into this type of stuff because you've got to figure out how to communicate. You, you have to be able to figure out how to communicate, but we're getting to the point where how their brain legitimately processes what they see, what they hear, and what they experience is getting processed and hardwired into a situation where it is it is a completely different universe than maybe what you and I are. So if we don't have, if we don't take the time to just, A, we better freaking start spending some time to understand our own value sets, test them. Why? Why do we really hold these things that we value to be true for ourselves? Is it because someone else said and, and we agreed with them? Or is it because we have some truly articulated, concrete rationale for why we believe what we believe and and and, and why we act the way we act and, and why we associate with who we want to associate with? If we don't understand ourselves, and I'm talking about from just our family history and our genetic you know, proclivities, how we are hardwired from genetics, our learned behavior, our experiences as we've grown up and, and what that has done, to how we process and think and, and how we've developed our, our and then we move into personalities. If we don't understand those things for ourselves, how in the hell? Are we going to understand someone else, especially if we don't even know that we should be thinking about these things for ourselves? Because if we think if 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 we think about these things for ourselves, which we should, then by default, we should be thinking about these things for the people we engage. What is their family upbringing? What was their life story? What were their experiences coming, you know, growing up? And what is their personality? Personality alone, if we don't take two seconds to understand who we're talking to, they're not going to even perceive what we're saying with even any, it, you might as well be speaking a foreign language and it's going nowhere. And all we're going to do is further isolate, 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 alienate, 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 and it's going to end badly it, it and i'm just and i'm just talking about within our sportsman community yeah it's that's that mess is crazy the interpersonal relationship part of it right it, it almost seems like it's just so far gone like there's no there's no turning back especially when you're on for the lack of a better phrase two sides of a coin right yeah you you can't have an opinion and respect someone else's opinion if their opinion isn't yours that that is batshit crazy to me right yeah. that that i'm not going to talk to chris rowe because his opinion on just this one matter is mm -hmm. different than mine that shit is it, it's insane and going let, back to let, what you said <clears throat> about the the schoolyard think about that right if if that bully was a dickhead at some point chris got fed up he punched him in the nose and then the bully was your friend. It didn't matter that you had yes. a disagreement. Yes. Right? Yeah. I'm not, I, I, it, I'm not and, and, gonna 
promote violence because, you know, I'll be shunned for that in, in today's world. Yeah, yeah. But God damn it, man, there's a few people that need to be punched in the kisser. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I remember I, I'm I'm naturally more of a passive guy. I've got way more patience when I'm at. I'm, I'm not a. I mean, I'm six foot, but I'm very slight build. So I've never been a, a aggressive guy. And I still to this day remember um, a one kid in, in school that was constantly a bully, a bully, it, but he was a bully to the girls. He'd always bully the girls and anybody weaker that, you know, very few kids were weaker than him, excuse me, but he would always bully the girls. And some of these girls were my friends. And I remember that one time that I just snapped. And I mean, I just freaking, I just launched at him. And I remember vividly chasing him out of the cafeteria down. The, this is, this is great. Or uh, no, it wasn't even, this was like fifth grade. I still to this day remember it. Chasing him down the hall, out of the cafeteria, down the hall and him screaming. <laughs> and I finally caught up to him. And all I did was just shove him and, and, and he went t- tumbling. He never he never picked on a girl again. And then suddenly all of a sudden I'm his best friend. Yeah. Yep. I mean, every time he's like, Hey Chris, how's it going? Oh, Hey, I mean, it was like, like, who's this guy? Right. You know what I mean? But, but it just, he just didn't, he didn't have any, when he was younger, he didn't have that check and balance to where it was almost like he was just constantly, it's like a dog. It, it, they're going to test, 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 test the boundaries until they figure, Oh, this is a boundary. Well, that's a refreshing thing because their brain is so frantically trying to figure out where they fit in that they're constantly trying to you know, assessing once they know, oh, well, here's a boundary. Oh, well, I don't have to worry about that right. anymore. Now, now I know where that is. And it, it becomes refreshing. And, and people don't understand that if we can just. Yeah. Anyway, we. Yeah. I mean, dude. I, oh, there's so much. You want to go down that rabbit hole? My it, gosh. It's like, you know, I. Again, I am not promoting violence. Kids punch the bully in the face, right? It's going to, there is, there is a level of growth for the bully and for that kid that's just fed up. There's a life yeah, but, lesson in that. And now correct, but, unfollow, what, what, who's learning from that? Okay. But here's the problem. We have the, the mother of that bully yeah. was raised by a mother who didn't want that. So now if you stand up to a bully, the person who stood up to the bully is the one who gets in trouble yeah. because, well, you shouldn't be doing violence. Well, hold on a minute. He's a bully. Well, but that doesn't mean you can be. You 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 shouldn't be. And then the parents are what. <laughs> so that's the problem I see right now is we have parents and, and grandparents that never understood, and I, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but they physically legitimately did not understand child psychology and, and basic human development and how interspecific competition and, and, and uh, they didn't understand it. Pecking order. They, they sheltered so much to where as you become adults, you have no basis of, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, It's dude, it's, it's, this is a, this is a two and a half hour conversation just in itself. Cause I mean, there's so, well, I mean, it is, I mean, there's so many things I see today. I, I watch on social media and, and I see some of some, some of our hunting, you know, quote unquote, social media influencers. And I see what they're doing and they, they, they laud themselves as a hero or, or more importantly, they, they go and do something stupid. Then they, 
claim that they're a martyr because they were attacked. I'm like, no, you're not a victim. Right. You're not a victim. You're if you're a victim, you're a victim of your own arrogance. You're a victim of your own stupidity and short sightedness. And now you just put that out there. With, with not understanding what that's going to, what the optic is going to look like for the quote unquote other side. All you did is rally everybody else is like, oh yeah, this is blah, blah. You know, it, it's just like, okay, goodness, look, good Lord. Um, you're, you're not helping the team here, Matt. No. You're, you're not helping us. It, it did wonders for your social media following, but what is it going to do for the message of us trying to have some conversation with that other side at a later date? Not a daggum thing. No, and, and honestly, no. It, it is one of the biggest biggest disservices to our demographic because you're doing exactly what the other side is doing, just exactly in our wheelhouse. That yeah. that is a bigger hindrance, in my opinion, than yeah. stepping outside of that box and saying, "Okay, I'm not gonna." I get it, right? People, there are people that that is their livelihood. But if you truly value our lifestyle, you have to step outside the box and really evaluate what the F you're doing to Correct. be a detriment or to help the other side in their never ending attack. I mean, they've been attacking and planning and long gaming us for 30 yeah. plus freaking years, man. And we're, I mean, we are just falling, we're falling victim to it and we're falling victim to it within our community. I, I just did a podcast. Well, actually, it's been a few weeks now. I think he's going to release it here uh, with the Stickbow Chronicles, and um, had it had had this conversation. He was like, you know, uh, one of the one of the examples. He's like, you know, there's you know a lot of people in the traditional archer community are so sick and tired of all the you know the compound shooters and blah 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 that they want to have their own primitive you know season. hunting season. You know, and I said, okay, well, hold on a minute. What, what, what primitive archers are we talking about the primitive archers that are making their own bow and then they're making their own arrows and, and napping their own stone heads? Or are we talking about the primitive archers that are, they, they use a, a wooden bow, uh, but they're using carbon arrows right. and yeah. steel, uh, or are we talking about the primitive archers that are shooting a carbon riser with carbon limbs with a fast string and the, you know, what, what primitive are primitive are we talking about? And he's like, well, okay, good point. Uh, you know, single string. I'm like, okay, because that's the thing is if we want to start cutting this pie, yep. if we want to start cutting this pie, how small of a piece are we cutting here? Get you know what I mean? How, a, how a week long season. <laughs> yeah, that, if, that's exactly it. If, okay. You get, okay. Well, only those people that have a wood bow, uh, so long bows have their own season and then recurves can then join in, but only recurves that are wood, but the, the carbon recurves have their own. And then, you know, the, the compound shooters that shoot bare bow, they can have two days. And then it's, it's like, okay, come on now. It's crazy. Can, can we just, can we stand together here at some point? Because it, that's the thing is you hear people all the time say, well, you know, there's a trapping ban and people are like, I don't care about trapping. I don't trap. So it's not a big deal. Okay. It, no, dude, it's a, it's a big deal, man, because this is what the, they're going to go for that, knowing that it's the little thing and then it's going to fall. Death by and those guys fall. aren't good. Yeah, those guys aren't going to be there for you anymore. And then guess what? Guess what's number two on the activist and anti-hunting chopping block? 
bow hunting. It's, it's predator hunting and predator trapping. And then the next one, bow hunting. So if you, if you want to ignore your brethren in the sportsman's community, because it's, you don't value that, or you don't identify with that, that you're just next in the, in the more times we fragment and don't under, again, this, we go back to being able to have a community, have communication, understanding one another's value sets, and then being able to see their values within our frameworks where we can identify, we like, okay, I don't participate there, but I understand exactly where he's coming, he or she's coming from. I understand how they value it. I understand what their connection to it is. I understand why it's so important to them. And I understand this is no different than me. And so if I don't at least stand, you know, stand up and help, what's going to ha- what's when they come for me, who's going to be there for me? And it's just going to be a, a, like you said, a death by a thousand cuts, but it's going to be quicker than that. I think my head, right. We talk a lot of shit about wanting to preserve or conserve our way of life. We talk a ton of, of, of mess, right. About what we are going to do or what we're doing. And we get a fucking t-shirt for it. Right. Um, (laughs) Oh, I mean, understanding what that attack looks like, like you're talking about trapping, right. They're, they're looking at method of take. Right. And if you look at method of take, they want what they consider to be the most cruel and unusual. So start yep. there and work your way up. It's work your way be down. A matter of time before it's like bye bye bow hunting because we yeah. didn't support that group in front of us. And that group's not just like you're saying, they're not going to support it. But I think what happens in our demographic is that we feel like we are different we are not affected by you know you hear people say sheeple right we think we are not affected by that in my head we're one of the worst groups with it because we're going to get behind something and that's the only i'm polarized on compound right now until a year from now and it's all trad and i'm never looking back and i'm not going to touch that damn compound again and i don't know why i did it because i want it harder and i want more challenge you're just falling. You're just falling to the wayside, just like you're saying tribalism. You said it earlier. As soon as we get into that mindset, and as soon as we forget that we are being influenced by something, we're done. Yeah. We're done. They already yeah, got and, us. And, yeah, and to what you're saying earlier, you know, you see, I, I kind of, it gets to the point where you see no way out of it. You know, you sit there and you're like, with the way social media is, the way everything's being played, I, I don't see us coming back. Well. The reality, though, I think it, it is. I, I I do see us coming back. If more people just, A, you know, from a, you know, if, whether we're talking about from the White House on down, I mean, we're going to need to, we're going to need to have people in prominent positions showing the example of how it can be done better. So that way people, you know, breaking out of those silos, breaking out of that tribe mentality and having the ability to step outside of the different silos and then have a conversation on, you know, silo A and silo B, this, you know, ideology A, ideology B. It doesn't matter if we're talking about wildlife stuff, whether we're talking land stuff, whether we're talking politics, but be able to step back outside of it and say, okay, Silo A, you guys, I hear exactly what you're saying. You're saying this, 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 and this, okay? And I'm also listening to the Silo B guys, and they're saying this, this, and this, and this. 
But do you guys realize that this and that are similar and you have more overlap and, and co- you know, common ground here in this 80% or 90%? And what we're disagreeing on is this 10%, but really we're not even disagreeing on the 10%. We're disagreeing on how to get there. So how about we just you know, it, you, we need to. Ha- we're going to need those leaders, those statesmen, stateswomen that that can step back and be okay. I refuse to play this game. I refuse to allow the all everything around me to to manipulate my emotions because that's really what ends up getting played. You know, and so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna eliminate. I'm gonna step out of that that manipulation, and I'm gonna try to see both sides. I'm going to try to see where we are common. And then if we're common, okay, put that aside. Okay. So what's the tiny little bit we disagree on and what's the gist of it? Okay. The gist is this, let's just take a scalpel and let's go and start cutting away the little thing. Just let's start working on operating on that little thing that we disagree with. Let's not, let's not fight about all the other stuff. How can we come to some common ground. How can we understand each other's value sets, identify with one another, essentially, you know, walk a mile in my shoes, stand in my shoes if for a little bit, see the world through their eyes, and then say, okay, how can I talk with you within your value set so you can understand me and then I can understand you and let's do better? I just, it's going to take people consciously doing this because it's not what we're normally conditioned to every day within social media. It is that social media and how the entire, all the algorithms and how we interact with one another today is literally designed to pull your entire world into a left brain, left hemisphere type of where it's emotional, it's black or white pigeonholed, and that's all there is to it. There, there are, there's no gray areas. There's no other issues. There's no other contingencies. There's no other awareness. There's no other discernment. It's just, nope. That, not my way to you. Yep. 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 So one other thing that I, I just, I, I have to put my opinion in on it, right? And you were talking about the younger generation and how they view things. And in and, and my head, there is a lack of gratitude for the things when, when we were younger, right? You talking about the school, the playground again, right? I had shit. I had, you go school shopping. You were lucky to get two pair of pants, three pair of pants. And you had one pair of shoes for the whole freaking school year, right? Kmart shoes. Yeah. Now well, shit here was Kmart or Zod. We remember Zodies. Did you guys have Zodies? I no, didn't. We had, I was nor I was northeast. Okay, so we have Zodies out here. It wasn't even Kmart. Zodies was below Kmart. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. We, well, you go to school with some Zodies shoes. I remember I had them. They had the Velcro, the two Velcro straps. You used to cross them sons of guns. Yeah, uh, but there, but that was it. Right now, I mean, sh- my kids, uh, you know, two, three, four pair of shoes, and it's like a week later. Hey, I want that, and you're not talking like. A twenty, thirty dollar pair of shoes, right? Four, five hundred dollars yeah. shoes. It's like, what the hell am I going to do with four hundred dollars shoes? Yeah, you know that no but, value. But, yeah. but here's the thing, though, and and this is what I'm I'm really starting to get my head wrapped around. It's not their fault. No, it's 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 not it's not. I I will I will I understand exactly where you're coming from, and what I will just say is I will. 
it's not respectfully disagree. I will pro- I'll provide a different perspective because it's, you know, you say they're not grateful. Grateful for what? Because an iPhone to them, they had an iPhone. Some of these kids had iPhones Five when they were in kindergarten. Yeah. Their mother or father would give them the old iPhone. It, they couldn't call out. All they had was one number that they could call home if they, if they needed an emergency. It, it, and it makes sense that if, if we think about this from a parent standpoint, you know, you're always worried about your kid and you always want to make sure they're safe. And now all of a sudden I've got this old brick phone or this old iPhone or whatever, this, you know, iPhone three or whatever, it, it barely even functions anymore, but it still makes a phone call. Well, hell, I can give it to my kid. And if they get in trouble, they can hit one button and they can call me. Okay. As a parent, I'm like, this is a piece of technology. That's awesome. I want to give it to my kid. But what does that do? Now that kid from the earliest memory in their brain, they've always had this phone, this Android or, or iPhone. An iPhone might as well be the banana that they had for breakfast. There is nothing special about an iPhone other than if it's the new one. Ooh, that's like the new sneakers, <laughs> but that's all it is. It's, it's not, this isn't, and that's the thing that I think some of us older, you know, especially, you know, and I don't know where the cutoff is as far as age, but that's the problem where we're talking about, you know, it, it sounds like we're old fogies talking about this generation. Ah, the kids back when I was a kid, you know, but, that, but it's real yeah. because they don't, no any different any better it, it's it, it it it's not that you should be grateful for that iphone they listen to you and you're like what the hell are you talking about i'm okay yeah old man i'm grateful for my iphone like i'm grateful for my water and i'm grateful for my air and i'm grateful that i you know i've got my parents and you know whatever old man yeah, just because this isn't anything special this is what they've had since they were kids, this is a this is a functional tool that always exists in their world, and so it's like, what are you talking about? Now, if I want the new iPhone X, ooh, that one does this and this, and and I can do that, and I get more storage, so I can have more friends and more pictures and more TikTok and more this, mother. okay. But that's just, man, it's that's the problem is we're dealing with a completely different world as far as what we perceive in reality and their world and they perceive. And if we don't, I'm, I am, I know what this is going to sound like. If you don't, if we, if though, okay, let me, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Not everyone gives two shits about what we're talking about. Okay. Number one, if you don't, Fine, move on. Move on. <laughs> if you do, if 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 even if even this incoherent rambling makes some sense to you in some regard, you really owe it to yourself to start spending time listening and learning from people that have literally spent their lives studying how the human brain works and how the human animal interacts with with each other over time, like a Jordan Peterson, like a Brett Weinstein, or even Eric, Eric Weinstein's a, a physicist, but he even has some, start spending some time listening to these people because it will blow your ever loving mind, listening to some of these things that you thought were so basic 
And then they cut 16 layers down under it. And all of a sudden you realize, oh shit, I've been doing that. I didn't even know why I did it. Now, not only do I understand where it came from and why, now I understand why I'm not having it, you know, my spouse or my kids, or I'm not, you know, start doing some, this is not self-help stuff. I'm not talking about, you know, five steps to blah, blah, blah. No, this is about understanding. Can, understand, can I understand myself better? I mean, Jordan Peterson actually has, so I've got my elk stuff on online. It's an in-depth elk educational tool. Jordan Peterson literally has understandmyself.com. It is an entire program and there's several different layers of it on. It's, it's literally, you can go through the course and understand how the brain works, how the, the brain perceives things, how your personality plays into it. Dude, I took his personality course just to understand personality, just so, cause like I'm an extrovert, my wife's an introvert. And so we, I'll tell you right now, we've had some times where boy, oh boy, we butt heads and you know, there was a, what is it? A country song that says, you know, it's a, it's a tornado uh, meeting a hurricane. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just going to end badly. And so we've had some just incredible, just flaming arguments and everything else. But I, I decided, I was like, well, I, I again, I've, I've gotten to the point now where this is fascinating to me. I took the understanding uh, personality course. I went through that dude, Matt, <laughs> you get out the other side. I mean, you get out the other side. And you actually take the personality course and it'll come up with a, a list. It'll basically, here's who you are, dude. You want to get freaking nut, not gut punched. You want to be nut punched <laughs> to where you sitting there, you're reading you like this is, this is, this is where you fall on the spectrum of everyone else in society. You are generally lower here or you're generally higher here. And here's what this means. And then it starts going down through and it's like, holy shit. He knows me like, oh crap. Yeah, I do that. Oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, that is me. And then the better part about it is, I mean, like we're talking deep, like things that you never even discuss with your spouse that you know about yourself, but you don't even want to wrestle with. It's like, yeah, that's you. And you're going to do this. And this is how you're going to think. And like for me, procrastinating. When I get into these funky moods, you know, it, um, there's a, there's a part in there that it says, you know, this type of personality, which I have is, you know, if you get in these moods, it's amazing how creative you will get to find other things that are more important than actually what the most important thing, if I've got a job to do, if I, I need to sit down and record a podcast, or I need to sit down and, and work on videos it is amazing some days where I'm just not feeling creative and I just don't want to do that. I would rather go clean 16 toilets of a public bathroom. That becomes more important. Sit. It, it, uh, it's like, well, I got to, I got to go do this task. I go to the, it's amazing how I can find an excuse that is more meaningful to me than actually what I ought to do. Now, this is where other people like Jocko and other people talk about discipline. Sure. You could, you could talk about discipline, but the proclivity, of a personality to do these things. Well, you start going through this course, it, it, it will just tear, just rip the calluses <laughs> off your eyes about who you are. But then the thing that was just fascinating to me, it was, and oh, by the way, if this, if this type of personality is married to like this type of personality, then you guys are probably going to have some arguments. Like for instance, like if you're cleaning the house, 
you know, your spouse is probably going to get mad at you because you didn't clean the house when if they had just waited another day, you to clean the house because your threshold is here, their threshold is here, or vice versa. Your, your threshold is a little, just a touch higher than theirs. And so you were going to wait. You were going to clean it. You were on your way to clean it, but you were just going to be a little bit delayed. They had already surpassed it. It's like, oh my word. So not only did he go down through and cut through who I was, he just like through me, just just harpooned my wife. It was like, <laughs> oh shit. Now I understand. And then you understand how they think and how they perceive and what their entire worldview looks like. You're like, no, sh- no wonder I have arguments with my spouse to where you take it out. You're like, no wonder I can't sit in a commission meeting with another person over here that, you know, says I'm a sportsman, but you know, wants to, you know, they want to end all oil and gas development on public lands, or they don't want that. You pick your, you pick your poison where they're at odds against you in your ideological set. Dude, if you don't even understand yourself, how are you going to, you don't, you can't, but once you do understand yourself, it just blows the, it just blows all the doors of communication wide open. You were like, Oh, I know who you are. Okay. Now I understand who you are. Well, you know, I a- talked to him in that, I talked in that video that Thomas Sowell, a conflict of visions on, on how the brain is hardwired. That book in itself blew my, just blew my mind to where you get through that. You can have a con between those two things. You can have a conversation with somebody in 10 minutes and know exactly who they are. And the beautiful thing about that is, is now you know what their currency is not. And I'm not meaning that to manipulate them. I'm meaning that from a standpoint of now you can kind of understand what their value set is. And if you have the ability to identify their value set, empathize with that value set, and then be able to put yourself in that value set and have a conversation, do you know how just instantaneously captivating you are to those people and it, they, you pull them into where they're like, okay, I can talk with you and I, I want it. Okay. Well, I can see your point of view. Okay. Well, I know I said these things and I don't, I guess I didn't mean that. I understand what all of a sudden now, here we come, we're coming together now rather than polarizing apart. We just need more people within the community ubiquitously across all the communities to commit to, if you're curious about this type of stuff, Commit to starting to learn this stuff for yourself because it will bleed over in everything you do. And I think people see that change. They get to witness the change and experience and it becomes even more meaningful. Do you follow uh, Nicole Arbor? Yes. How long have you followed Nicole Arbor? Not very long. And I think you have brought her up before is probably where I found her. She's, she's incredible. Now, okay. I know all you guys are listening and gals out there. Yeah, she's smoking hot. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. The thing about Nicole is she started as a ditzy hot blonde that was a comedian that she was on social medias playing with her body and her image and her and her jokes and her ditziness. And it was just eye candy and funny. Look at where she is now. Her following and her influence and the, the beautiful thing about it is she has grown personally over time, but she's shared that intellectual, emotional growth over time. And she's just massive. I mean, like, as in not only her followership, but the impact of just how she can message and reach across 
every dot demographic if you want to talk about it that is the type of those are the type of people we need more and more of that are going to say i love you all i'm going to listen to you all i've got my value sets and i've got my beliefs and i'm going to stick with them and that's fine i'm going to i'm going to listen to you and if you've got some good points i'm going to lift you up and i'm going to make sure everybody hears your points even though i may not like all the other stuff i'm going to lift you up for this one because that's a good message if you're going to be a dumbass, I'm going to set you back down. But if, if if you got a good message, I'm going to lift your voice up. And then, oh, by the way, given the fact that I lifted you up because you had a good message, I'm going to reach over here on this other side. I'm going to lift them up because they had a good message, too. Don't be a dumbass. Don't be a hypocrite. Let's let's all just let's listen to good messages. And it's amazing how much communication can have across that that table. And it's just one example of somebody that started off on a platform and then you watch their their growth and development intellectually and emotionally and just how powerful that transformation can be for so many other people because she's influencing a lot of people to be better. That's just one example. But there's a level of honesty that you have to be willing to have with yourself if you're going to go down that road, right? Because that's a not, fair point. Not to say that it can go very, very bad. But it can go to the point where you ignore it forever because you're not ready to be honest with yourself about that's who a, you really that's are. That's a fair point, right? brother. That's a, I mean, that's a fair point. W without that, I don't, I don't care what you do, right? Without that, in any facet of life, it's, it's all for naught. It is, I, and I'm a lot of things, and I have no problem admitting to anyone those things that I am or my shortcomings, right? And and I'm not saying I'm Nicole Arbor, but I think that's one of the reasons that I can, I'm accepting of other opinions, right? Is because I know who I am. I know where my value set is and, and what is important to me. And, but I'm always willing to listen and I'm always going to respect what you have to say, you know, right, wrong, and different in my head, but you got to be honest with yourself first. You, you've got to have a level of emotional maturity, um, because that's the problem and, and quite, and, I, and I'll be the first to raise my hand is part of the reason why I have not been putting out the level of content that I did in the past is because you start going down this road of, of learning like, like true. Yes. Okay. I, I've, I've got to get out of my pigeonhole. I've got to step outside of what I think I believe in. And that's a big one. There's things that you believe. And then if you're really, really honest about yourself, there's a lot of things you think you believe right. that you've not been tested on. And if you have the, the, the emotional strength and maturity to say, okay, well, I want to step outside. I want to test that a little bit. Who you, you may find some things that you, you're like, mm, man, <laughs> man, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not who I thought I was there for a minute and you're going to have to come to grips with it. Yep. And that's the thing is just, it, it's, it's not, you're going to go through some really uncomfortable periods, but if you can, if, if you do that, I can tell you, you're going to come out the other end a hell of a lot better as an individual that just, just, on, just, and there's a lot of people to talk about, I mean, whether you're talking about hand to man podcasts and, you know, there, there's so many people talking about discipline and personal development and, and blah, 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 blah. Part of it has to do exactly what you said. You've got to be willing to risk being uncomfortable mm -hmm. in what you don't know. 
And that's what I, I mean, I start going down Shit, these rabbit holes on top. So, yeah. That, that's the thing is the more you learn, the more you learn, the, the, the more you learn, the less, you know, so the less, you know, you're like, shit, I need to know more. And, and so you start digging into that and you're like, well, God damn, I really don't know. Right. And so you start going this spiral. That's how I do. I just, I get into this, this mode of where all I'm, I'm just all in on, I got to get my head wrapped around things before I actually talk about it. Hence the reason why it's been so long. Say, hence no part two yet. <laughs> Correct. I, I, and I was already, I mean, literally you want to talk about, so for that one, I had them both. I had them both ready to go. I did the first one. And that was two and a half hours and I was losing my voice. I was like, all right, I'm going to come back tomorrow. No joke. That next day is when Eric Weinstein and Jordan Peterson had their conversation. And Eric Weinstein brought up this concept of how children have been brought up in social media, which has curtailed the normal social development skills that kids used to have. And he go. He went down. He, all he did was just pull on this one little thread, and it just unraveled everything I had set for part two. And I'm like, shit. Okay, so now I need to now I need to understand this. And then it was right about the time I started wrapping my head about what social media and how that was interacting. Then Ian McGill, uh, Ian McGillcrest gets on there and he brings up the left brain and how that, or the left hemisphere and what it does and how it pin. And he's got it lined out in the book. Anyway, it's, it's not a coffee table, but it's like Thomas Sowell's book. It's not an easy book, but it just will bake your noodle. And you're like, Son of a bitch. Now I, now I really don't know what the hell I've got it. Now I've got to go back to the drawing board. Now I had pieces, I had parts and they were accurate, but I didn't have the connectivity and I'm not even articulating things well right now. I don't have my notes in front of me, but I mean, it, the more it, it just, I don't know. I geek out on this stuff because I do enjoy learning and it, and, and it, and it, it does kind of get me going. The the big thing I think for a lot of people that might not geek out on this thing is as much as you and I might do. If if you want to have a better, how about we do this? If you want to have a better relationship with your spouse, and you want to have a better relationship with your extended family, and and you think that that should be important to you, which it should, just just step out of your comfort zone and do some of the stuff and just, just try there before you jump into social media world and political world and sportsman politics and all that. Start small and, and just see where it goes. Yep. Yeah, just see where it goes because it's going to blow you away on, on how effective some of the stuff can be, man. But you're right, man. It's You've got to have that level of emotional maturity in order to be willing to take that first step. It'll it'll blow your entire world up if not. Yeah, and this is and this is where I will disagree with those people. Oh, it's discipline. You just need to do it. Mm, I don't know because if you're not ready for it, doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to go down this road. I'm going to try. If you're not ready for it to to see what's on the other side, man, you could either. Most of the time, it's just going to be like, no, I'm not going. I'm not going to do that, and it's just going to go the other way, and you're just going to pigeonhole yourself even more, and yeah. it's just. Yeah, south real fast. I mean, that, you know, and again, that, you know, having that discipline, can you sustain that, right? I mean, that, you know. It's got to be meaningful. It. Yeah, it, it has yeah, to. It's, it, 
Sorry. It, it's going to have to be meaningful to you to, to, to want to do this because it's going to be uncomfortable for a little bit, a little bit of part of it. It's going to be uncomfortable. You know, there's a, there's a saying and it, it, it really resonated with me not too long ago of, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. It's not the other way around. You know, you could, and I, and it's funny. I remember back to my college classes that I was forced to go to. It was part of the, you know, the checklist of classes I had to take. And I'm like, this class sucks. And now I look back and I'm like, I hated every bit of it. I, I went through and I studied and I passed the tests and I did fine on my grades because I had to. And I, that's just what I did. But I didn't internalize shit as far as through it. Now I'm going back <laughs> and revisiting old stuff because now it is relevant to what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh man, I really need this. And oh, I, oh, I should, I, what, I wasn't ready to consume that information back then. Now I am. And so this is where it's going to be on you of, of saying, yes, this is meaningful to me. I want to be able to communicate. I want to be able to understand other people so that way I can communicate with them better, that I can understand them better. And hopefully, you know, not, not even so that way, you know, we talked about, you know, within sportsman politics, I used to get pissed off at, at conservatives, quote unquote, or Republicans, quote unquote, more than I got pissed off about the leftists, but not leftists. I, they always pissed me off liberals, if you will, or Democrats, because the, the, the left and the Democrat side, they're always consistent. Man. They're, they're consistent. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if they don't like something in on their side of the aisle. If it's, if it's a platform on the Democrat side, they all rally. It, it, they, they all, they're all one unified cohesive unit and they rally. Meanwhile, on the Republican slash conservative side, it, we we divide ourselves into these little pies to where they're like, nah, well, that's a topic I really don't care about, so I'm not going to come. It's like, dude, I don't need you to come to this public meeting to to shove your ideology down someone else's throat. I just need you there to defend yourself. Just just defend yourself. So understanding how to communicate with people isn't even so much as to trying to change their mind and, and get them to do what you want them to do. It might be just simply so you can better defend your position in a way that is meaningful for them. You know, it just, I don't know. I see so many people on both sides of the, of the ideological spectrum that are failing. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. But I'm not joking you, man. I see it way more on the conservative side. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of us just being dumbasses. I'm really so tired of us not having a message, not being able to articulate what our values are for a good reason. You know what I mean? Yep. It's just, it's like, come on, we have got to be better. Otherwise, we're going to lose because I'll, I'll, I'll bring it right back to what you just said in the beginning. The other side has been the, the left, the, the postmodern progressive left. They play the long game. Yep. This is about changing society. This is about changing ideology. This is about power, influence, and control. And they are just meticulous about incremental, 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 incremental message, message, message. And they just slowly march forward. 
the conservative side, it's a, it, there's a reason for it. It's a completely different mindset. We don't, we're, our brains are not hardwired that way, but um, guess what? This is what we're dealing with. So you better learn how to, it, the example I gave before was, you know, people all the time, well, I'm not going to get down in the mud with them. I, I'm not going to get in there and argue with them. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get in the mud and, and engage in that type of tactics and blah, blah. I'm going to keep, I'm going to stay on the high ground. I'm going to, okay, that's fine. They, they just drug you down into the pig pen with them. It doesn't matter that you wanted to stay on the high ground. They just drug you down in. So if you are going to lay there and say, I'm not going to fight, I'm not going to engage, I'm not going to do anything, then what you're saying is you're just going to lay in the pig pen, the sloppy, shitty pig pen, and you're going to let the pigs trample over you and stomp you into the mud. At some point, you're going to need to grow some a set and if nothing else, stand up. Well, just stand up so they don't trample you. To, and if and if you have the gumption, get your ass out of the pig pen. To climb further, back out of the pig. Yeah. To get back out of the said to further what you said. You said, you know, incremental, incremental, spread the message, spread the message. But in between incremental, it's lesson learned. Incremental, yep. lesson yes. learned. Spread yes. the message. Lesson learned. Right? That is. Yep. And, and every time Impro we, and then and then improvise, adapt and overcome. Yes, that's exactly lesson, what lesson happens. learned. Lesson learned. We'll around this. Yes, OK, sir. around this. We'll yes, shut it. Meanwhile, most conservatives are like, eh, I'm just going to just charge forward. Now I'm just going to. Yeah. And what did you learn, dude? You Nothing. got you, you got you got spanked. Yep. About to get your and, ass and your arrogance. And, and your is. arrogance. Thank yeah. You. And your arrogance will not allow you to recognize that you just got spanked. That's it. That is it. All right, we can talk about this. <laughs> shit. We that's an hour and fifteen to go down minutes less. Our you fifteen want to go minutes down talking about hole. yeah. So conversely, elk behavior <laughs> that shit don't change much. <laughs> the, the funny the funny part is is there's a lot of similarities, but go on, go on. <laughs> I had to go there because it, you know it, it's like I don't know. It, now more than ever, okay, and, and we'll wrap it. I, I'm going to try and wrap this on this, and, and if we don't, we don't. But now more than ever, us getting into Jordan Peterson and Eric Weinstein and Brett Weinstein and Nicole Arbor, it's it's more important now, at least for our generation or, or that generation right behind us, it's more important now than it ever has been. So we understand yeah. what's going on and we're not so blinders on looking forward. This is my belief with, with no communication, with no understanding of why the other side sees views and behaves that way. I, I, I it's so, so if important you, for us to delve if into you If you can't do that, if, if you can't take a moment, listen to what they're actually saying, then consider who they are. Maybe if you know their life backstory, maybe if you have an idea of what their personality is and understand where they're coming from on that, this particular topic. If you can't take a moment, step outside of yourself, put yourself in their place a little bit, and then maybe exercise a little empathy and understanding and try. Why in the hell 
Should they Dude. do it for you? Yes, sir. If you want to defend your hunting, why in the hell should they give you an ounce of consideration? You want to defend your right to trap? Why? Why should I care about you if you can't even listen to what I'm saying? I have to deal with it all the time with, with, what, with animal activists. And trust me, you're not going to get through to the, 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 the far, again, on that ideological spectrum I did, you know, where you're all the way down on that far, far dark, purple, you know, <laughs> just really dark leftist ideology. But there's so many people that are in the world of they think they believe something because that's the group I'm with. I think I think this way. Mm -hmm. And if all you could do is just step in and say, oh, yeah, 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 no, no, I, no, oh, no, I understand. No, I, oh, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. No, I, I, we want the same thing. I just see this here because of this. Man, sometimes all that's all it takes is to open that line of communication up and just offer a little bit of consideration. Well, oh, shit, man. <laughs> go, problem, I don't care, dude. Problem, go as long as you want, man. The, the I'm enjoying it. with it is, is that we can't articulate it well enough because we don't understand it. That uh, yes, a lot of these yes. folks in our demographic, yes. the value set is not their value set. So if no, it's, it's not, not your value set, how the f can you articulate it? You can't. Correct, because, you can't. Because you're, <laughs> because you are following someone else's yes. value set and someone else is telling you what is important to them. Now you've adopted that because of marketing and brand tribe mentality. Yes. Yeah. All this other BS. So you can't articulate it. It, 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 it. And, and, and that's, and this is why, again, we can, we can roll back to social media. Now, you know, tribe mentality has always been around, but it's less prominent and it, and it, it thrives less when you are forced to engage random people and, and you can't cherry pick the group that you're with, you, you, you just walk in to a group setting and well, there's all sorts of ideas here and there's all sorts of personalities. And I've got to, you, you know how it feels. If, if, say you, you were telling me about, you know, your job. If you walk into a new job site, you've got new contractors, you've got new client, you've got new, you're walking into that. And the entire thing that you're doing is gathering information. Who's this guy? Oh, he seems like he's squared. Okay, is this guy squared away? Okay, that's awesome. Who are these guys? Dude, okay, this guy, this guy just needs to shut the hell up. Okay, I know. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have a problem with that. So you're you're all of a sudden you're feeling out who these people are, but guess what? You don't have a choice to deal with them or not. You have to deal with yes. them. So now you're gonna have social media does not allow that to happen. It feeds on a tribe mentality ideology, be, or, or, or well, let's just say the algorithm. Why? Because it feeds your brain all those, whether it's dopamine or any whatever you want, we can get down the road. It feeds it, so you spend more time in it. The more time you spend in it, the more clicks you have, the more engagement, the more ad revenue they get. The blah 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 blah. blah. We can go. Screw, for, forget forget the ideology of Mark Zuckerberg and you know Google and everybody else. If we just look at a pure business model, it makes sense for them to. All right. Well, 
I guess what I was trying to get at is just the this just the why. I try to always articulate the why we do stuff, why I believe what I believe, and why why I do what I want to, you know, what I do. So that way, if you follow me, you're not following me just because, oh, Chris Rowe does that. No, I want you to understand why I'm doing it. That way you can make your own value judgment of whether or not you agree and whether or not it means something to you. But so many people follow a, a pretty face or a, you know, a, a badass kick-ass guy that you know motivates them and oh, that's who I they they look at it, they say, I want to be that person. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna buy everything that they have, and I'm gonna wear their shirts. I'm gonna wear the, I'm gonna buy their product, and yeah, I, I agree with that too because I want to be part of that. Tri- I want to identify with that persona, man. You've got to have you've got to understand why you are doing things and why you believe what you believe. Otherwise, you're just empty. <laughs> when it comes push to shove, this and I, I guess this is uh, it's relevant. Um, on, on my job that I'm dealing with now, and I, I, I can't go into details because I need to get through the job, (laughs) but you know, we're dealing with, uh, some animal activists and they are as extreme activists as you can imagine. And so for this particular client, you know, obviously their value sets are polar opposites. And we've, we've talked to our client and we've said, listen, you, you, it doesn't matter if you agree or disagree with, with these people. We need to have an honest relationship with them. Don't ever lie to them. Don't ever miss. Well, guess what? We had some, there was some miscommunication because the client didn't appreciate and just kind of was like, I'm going to dismiss, dismiss, dismiss. And he realized, holy hell, I may disagree with these people, but these people aren't stupid. No, no, they're not. You just because you disagree with somebody and you think they're batshit crazy does not mean no. Some of the some of the most heavy hitters and the biggest players, and we're not even talking about HSUS and some of these other from a sportsman standpoint. We can be talking about wildlife commissions, we can be talking about agency personnel, we could be talking about anybody. Just because you disagree with them and just because they sound batshit crazy doesn't mean they're stupid. Doesn't mean that they're, they, they don't, oh man, we could go down this rabbit hole for hours. We probably, anyway, yeah. yeah. You said it earlier, right? As, as batshit crazy as they sound to us, we sound to them, right? Exactly. Just, just that tad of understanding is light years beyond where you would be without it right i mean you can you can get through a lot of the minutiae if you will if you just understand that that'll at least give you some semblance of okay maybe i need to listen right because i probably sound crazy as shit to them too oh yeah yeah it it, it, man what it here's another old thing right what an interesting time to be alive (laughs) (laughs) you 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 joke about that you joke about that it's real shit i mean you you think about what's going on now with this covid stuff and and the the narrative being pushed about well it's the unvaccinated that are causing this pan that that are keeping the pandemic alive it's the unvaccinated that are causing all the new cases it's the unvaccinated that are are causing you know society 
to, you know, not be able to do that. Dude, if you go back and you listen to, um, again, the, 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 what I call the usual suspects of all the people I follow, they were going through and, and listen, you know, Hitler's table talk. It's a book about what Hitler was talking about, um, around the dinner table through his entire, you know, reign, if you will. It's amazing how much overlap there is with disease and disgust and, and impurity and unclean. And, and these people are bad and these are the ones that are causing the problem. So we need to clean these people up. And the dialogue right now, you listen to what's going on. It's like, holy hell, this is very, very reminiscent. But guess what? Hitler himself wasn't going door to door, putting bullets in people's heads. The neighbors were going out in the street to the police and saying, them, they are the problem. They are the, they're the ones hiding the Jews. They're the ones, you know, if you follow Peterson, he talks all the time about uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn and the uh, Gulag Archipelago about when Stalin came to power and all the people getting shipped off to prison camps. It started with the, you know, insurrectionists, the people that didn't want Stalin and the people that were obstructionists and the, the people that were quote unquote spreading misinformation. And it started there. The problem was, is as soon as they got rid of all those people, it didn't stop. And then they started coming for the regular neighbor down the road that maybe they didn't do it as but to where all of a sudden some of the people that were in the, the prison camps were the people that were actually actively helping the regime to gain power. And they sat in the prison camp and were like, how the hell am I in here? I did everything I was supposed to. And they were like, yeah, thank you. We appreciate your help. Now get to work. What do you talk? I thought I was going to be one of the ones taken care of. I thought I was going to be the ones that was going to be still left alone where I had my business. Yeah. Well, no, we took that business over. We don't need you anymore. So you're in the, you're in the prison. Yep. Bye-bye. So you you listen to the some of the rhetoric that we hear today, it's downright concerning. But then you flip around and, and we as conservatives, you look across that and you're like, oh, it's the left that's doing this, it's the left that's doing this, it's the left everybody. Is, it's freaking everybody, man. I hear people on the right hand side that are like, oh, Trump, get back. We got Trump. We need to get Trump back in here. He can take over and clean. I'm like, geez, OP is. You know, I don't care what you think about Trump, but is there really no other no other human being in the United States that can provide leadership right now? We, we, we've we got to pick the one person that was so polarizing that literally kicked this entire freaking fiasco off. And you want to get that person? Can we just wake up, breathe, just take up. just just take it. Yeah, just take a step back. Can we just breathe? So I just let it out and then say, OK. How can we start just toning down every? Because that's the thing. The pendulum starts swinging back and forth. It goes to the left, right and then goes to the right, right, and then goes. Right. We need people rather than pushing that pendulum harder from our side. We actually ought to have people just slowing it down. Just just push against it and slow it down. Stand up against some of the stuff. Not shove my ideology down someone else's throat. I'm just going to resist slow the damn pendulum down. So maybe it can just kind of swing just a little bit in the middle for a little while to where we can all kind of take a breath and maybe realize 
We're all in this in together. And, and if we don't figure out a way to come back to the middle, we are screwed. All of us are screwed. Left, oh. right, doesn't matter. Middle, right, wrong, yeah, exactly. indifferent. It, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That, that middle. Yeah, that I mean, you, you you talked about it in a couple instances, but, you know, your wife and your in-laws, right? You're, you, there's compromises in life all the time, right? And if you want to start there, right, you're going to compromise. You're going to meet you're going to meet wifey in the middle or she's going to meet hubby in the middle, right? On a lot of instances, you're never going to be eye to eye on that much shit. That is the mindset. Come back to yeah. the middle. Come back to yeah. the middle and let's look at things together. Right, wrong, indifferent, agree. I don't like saying agree to disagree, but agree to disagree. And and how do we move forward from this from this marker? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's just yeah. at this point coming back, coming back to that is where the challenge lies, right? Because we're so polarized it, on either side of it, because of the constant spoon feeding of whatever you're consuming. Well, and that and that's the, that's what concerns me. I guess you know the the potential that is there for us to come back. The issue is. You know, I don't think our age class is going to be the ones to, I think our age class needs to provide examples of how to be, but I think it is going to be the younger age class, like the, you know, young Americans against socialism, the, the turning point USA's the, you know, these youth, these younger generation groups they grew up in that same mindset as a lot of the younger generation that just doesn't understand what's going on. You know, they just did, you know, I, the, the question is, is how do we, how do we come out of this with social media being structured the way it is? And that's going to be an interesting one. Devalue it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even, how is yeah, that even, is that even a possibility at this point, right? Because there, there's know, so man. much, there's so much value placed on that. But when you step away and you hear people say it all the time, oh, I had to get off of there and it was the best thing I ever did. Correct. Right. I, I, I've almost completely, I, I, I only check Facebook now in case some, you know, cause my Instagram, obviously it links everything now because it's the same company, but I only go to Facebook just to make sure I'm not missing a, a private message or some relevant comment that's that I post. I, I'm off it. And I'm I it's just it's so much better, man. Because there's so many other places to get your information. There's so many, you know, because that's the problem. You know, it social media first started off as a way for friends to reconnect and and it was just a social butterfly type of thing. But they learned that if you can, you know, suck them in on emotionally charged things, whether it's cat videos or whether it's CNN versus Fox News, if you can capture the emotional triggers of the brain, that left hemisphere, then you can Got suck it. people in for hours. Yep. And that's the problem. You get stovepiped into these things and it's only giving you, it's only giving you that feedback loop of what you've already previously clicked on. And so I, I guess, you know, if, if people really want to even just start breaking out of their bubble and, and start and just start seeking out different viewpoints on Facebook or Instagram and start liking them. It, I'm not saying you like what they said, 
just start liking their posts and, and commenting and sharing, all of a sudden those things will just start popping right up in your feed. So all sorts of new and, and different perspectives and information and people will just suddenly start showing up on your, your feed simply because you're engaging them. The algorithm doesn't care. The algorithm just wants to feed you what you want. Yep. So, so teach the algorithm to give you better information. So if you, if you do watch a post and somebody has a guest on that, you're like, holy hell, that person seems like they know that go physically to that person's account, click on it, follow it. And then just for the next five, 10 minutes, just go down through all sorts of their posts. Just like, like comment, share, pin, just bam. You're in the, that person is now in your algorithm, go out and follow and just start looking at other stuff. And you're like, Ooh, that seemed it like, for instance, Eric and Brett Weinstein are liberals. They're not leftists, but they are hard. They are blue, 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 blue liberals. They're brilliant. And they are actually more on our quote unquote hour, the conservative mindset. I'm not talking about the Republican mindset. I'm talking about the conservative that that on my ideological spectrum in that video, that that bulk center, top middle part of the spectrum, they're right squarely right there with us. We we might have a different disagreement on five percent if we're talking about policy issues, but the core of everything they believe and what they want for America is identical. So go to their stuff, click on it, follow it, link it, because. Now, all of a sudden, you start seeing it and you see, start seeing their guests and you start listening to their guests. You're like, holy shit, I never thought about that. I didn't know about that. Click and go. You could train the algorithms to give you what you want, meaning if you want a better, more knowledgeable breadth or a, a breadth of knowledge and experience on your social media, you can train it to do that. But you, but you, you just can't. You just can't let them suck you down the hole. You've got to play an active role in that. But I'm telling you, I don't know, man. I mean, I think social, I think Facebook and Google and I don't know about Twitter, but just Facebook and Google and YouTube. I think those two things started out and ended up being probably the most influential thing, positive thing on global society ever. And now I think it's, 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 I think that, I think we've, we've gone, we've kind of come over the hump now to where we're in a period where if something doesn't change, it could end in disaster. And so I think this is where I'm totally one of those people that says, you know what, whether it's Congress or somebody there probably ought to be some intervention on how these companies are structured and how the algorithms are are built because you're literally functionally changing people's brains and that's bad. Now, the progressive leftists, socialists, oh, this is the, Goebbels would be, Goebbels has got to be just, absolutely doing backflips in his grave right now because if if Goebbels had had this during the third reich oh hell would be they, they would could, yes we would it would be a global it would be a global regime and that's the thing is is this is the biggest most 
effective propaganda machine if you want to use it that way. And I think our administration is partly doing that now and other world powers. If you want to turn this into a propaganda machine, here you go. Here you go. You know, I mean, you look at the censorship stuff that we're dealing with now. Um, yes, some of that has to do with the ideology of the of the people that work there. But quite honestly, I think some of it is just a function of, again, we, we go back to that Gulag Archipelago. They know Congress has the power or the White House has the power to say, well, you're violating antitrust laws, so we're going to bust you up. That is going to massively affect that company's ability for revenue generation. So rather than step on the toes of the political party that could actually destroy you, how about we just give the political party what they want and, and then they'll leave us alone until they say, you know what, this is a great platform. We're just going to nationalize it. Yep. So I don't know. I, I think it used to be one of the greatest things for society. And now I think it's, it's, it's teetering on that edge of it could either end in a train wreck or people can take an active participatory role in what they see and steer it for themselves back into a more uh, constructive direction. But at that, that takes will and that takes a desire and that's just going to take activity on their part to, to do it functionally, you know, physically do it you know why do you why do you think it's so hard for me to sit behind a microphone people are asking me all the time why am i not doing more podcasts i'm like dude because i haven't wrapped my head around what i just learned four hours ago i just spent two hours listening to a podcast of two brilliant people and i had to go back and listen to it three times so i could wrap my brain about it but the reason why i was having trouble wrapping my brain around it is because every five minutes i was thinking about six different experiences i had in my life that if i had had that one tidbit of information i just learned there i could have completely changed the direction of of whatever i was involved with it's like holy shit man the amount of stuff that i don't know is staggering now obviously but it's more important it's just like gee no idea i can't sit behind a microphone and flap my gums because and this is this is my criticism for myself is again i've always i've always been this guy that you know i used to be the guy that used to go again here we are how old are we <laughs> there was no you know social media there was no youtube if i wanted to go to a hunting seminar when i was a kid i literally had to get in a car Bingo. and drive to a sporting goods store and they would have some guy there or gal there who was going to talk and you sat in chairs and i used to be the guy Doing the primo stuff back in the early, you know, late '90s and early 2000s, or mid to you know, early to mid 2000s, where uh, 15 years I was with primos, where I was doing the seminars, and I always sat there. I'm like, geez, oh freaking Pete, if I'm gonna be flapping my gums at somebody, I I hope I, I need to to do my best to make sure I'm giving them something of value. And so there's times where I get done with listening to. You know, whether it's podcasts or I, I'm audiobooks or I dive into, I, you know, some of this stuff right now, I have people asking me constantly about, and I, we, I don't want to dive too deep in it if you, but, you know, people are asking me all the time about, you know, especially this year, it's, it's gone stupid about the bull calling cows bugle that, you know, everybody's talking about. Well, okay. No, it, it, from a behavioral standpoint, no, it doesn't. I'm sorry. It doesn't make sense. And it, it violates basic mate selection strategy for mammals of the, of that, that employ that strategy. So no, I don't buy into it. And there's many reasons for it, but 
in order for me to, to do a video and talk, because at this point now I have to, I mean, it's just gotten <laughs> to the point where I'm getting so many questions. I'm like, okay, geez, I'll freaking Pete. And, and there's so many different versions of whatever this vocalization is supposed to sound like. It's like, guys, it, 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 no, it just, no. And so here I am cracking up my old freaking behavior books and, you know, open to make sure of, okay, yes, this strategy, these different things, this is what these do and pulling from here and pulling from there. And then the other flip side is being able to go back into Ian McGilchrist's book, A Master and His Emissary. It's like, okay, here's how the brain works. Here's how other animals do. Here's what they do. Here's the, I can't just sit here and flat. I, I can't, I can just sit here and flap my gums at you. But until I feel like this conversation, I feel is a train wreck just because we're just like completely <laughs> winging it. But it's fun. I, I enjoy this. The only the only thing I wish we had was a beer like here, like where we could share a beer together, because this would be, you know, that this is the type of conversation this feels like. And I enjoy it. But so there's so many times, man, that I do. I get down these. I start learning things and it just expands your expands your mind from a standpoint of functionality where I just learned something that I can put on the ground. Uh, like I can do something with this. I, I can, I can, next time I talk to somebody, I can listen this way, or I can, I can understand this, or I can, I can try sharing this or just the understanding of, Oh, you know, again, I love quotes. You can never reason a man out of something they were never reasoned into. Meaning if someone latches onto an emotional thing, it doesn't how doesn't matter how much information you give them. You're, you're talking apples and uh, apples and, and two by fours. Mm -hmm. it, you, you, you're in completely two different worlds. Well, if I know that and I start listening to somebody just start going off on an emotional tirade, me throwing statistics at them, I might as well just, I just might as well piss on their shoe because that's about as effective, yep. you know? So just understanding these things, it's like, man, I can, I can do something tangible with this and actually move the needle for, if no, if nothing else for myself and for my family and, and for my friends and the people that I engage with, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, that. Look, look at, you know, my platform, right? I mean, that that is the reason that I have this platform. It was my way of doing, working within my value set to try and better something I love. I mean, that that yeah. is the reason that I started this thing. You know, does it does it matter to everybody? Shit, no. Does it matter to me? Yeah, is it my little way of doing something? Yes. And a lot of times Correct. I do flap my fucking jaw. <laughs> yeah, and, and listen, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. And and that's but that's that is something that from my personality I have learned is a it is a it's a challenge, challenge. for me. It, yeah. it is something that I have to be I'm now now I am cognizant of it. And literally there are some times where I, you know, like, the, well, hell just the other day when I was, you know, I'm sitting in the truck, I started doing the little, you know, Insta or the uh, IGTV videos. I'm sitting in the truck. I'm like, I am like completely not even productive right now, but I've got like 20 different questions. I'm sitting there trying. I'm like, why am I do? I'm just going to freaking flap. Just, just put it on just video. Holy hell. People are loving it. People are like, do more, do more, do more. I'm like, in my mind at the time, I was like, this is the stupidest freaking thing I've had. This is just gay. This is, sorry, I can't say that. This is stupid. No, people value. So just because I might not, I don't know, it, getting it, 
it, getting being it out. inside well, our yes. Well, you go. Yes. That's like me losing my train of thought there, right? Because you're, you're you're taking it in and it's going boom, 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 and it's it's all these explosions, and it may make sense to everybody, but there's 50 thoughts that I'm trying to get out in two minutes. That's correct, right? Yeah. And it's just boom, boom, boom. It's like oh man, that's why I was like, okay, I lost my thought, <laughs> but but it, it, it's I, I totally I totally get it. I totally get, it. and there's so it's never ending, right? Like like when yeah. you start down this path, right, the path you're on. It's never ending because now I want to know more. I want to know about that. First, it was this, but then that branched and you start getting these branches of shit and then it's tying all those together. You can never do it. That's the big one for me. You can That's never do it. That's the big one for me. Because now yeah. it's not Eric Weinstein. It's Brett Weinstein. And now it's Jordan Peterson over here. Oh, oh crap. He turned you on to somebody and it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, the, and, and what you just touched on there for me is. There's so many things in my world that like, I think I know this over here. And I also think I know this here. And I think I know this over here. And then all of a sudden you, you get down this rabbit hole and you're like, well, yeah, and all, all it takes is somebody. And, and I've had this said about me on the, the elk module is I had all these ideas. I never realized this one little thread tied them all together and here's how they're related. And here's how you can use it. You're like, holy, holy shit. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I never even saw those connections. And we're like, oh yeah, no. So it's, 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 it's amazing, man. Sometimes it's the little things that just mean so much, but you, unless you start actively seeking out something outside your comfort zone or what you're normally, you know, your eyeballs are fed when you're looking at your screen, you're not going to notice it. You're, you're just, you're just, you're not going to see it, but no, I, I do. I enjoy these conversations, even though they may just sound like a bunch of nonsense rambling, but I'm I sure there's a, yeah, this is, this is a great one, man. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know in, in my head. Right. And, and it's a simple, it's a simple thought versus everything we've been talking about. Right. Is, is people need to start valuing people again, more than yeah. double taps, right? And, yeah. and maybe the double tap thing is a cliche, but we need to start valuing people. And I mean, people like real people, not yeah, what is presented to us, right? You know, reaching out to, uh, sorry, reaching out to Chris Rowe and saying, hey, Chris, right? Um, yeah. And that's how this conversation, you know, came about. Um, but we need to start valuing people more and, and, and looking at the person for the person. And if that person clicks with us, uh, like you said earlier, is is uplift that person, right? Say that, hey, this is a great person. I mean, we where where did that shit go? Like, you know what I Dude, mean? Dude, it's 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 amazing, man. So uh, again, I'm I'm out of town and and I'm working in North Denver. Uh so yeah, and and you're welcome. If anybody who wants to come, let me know. I'm I'm Almost every night I go to dinner at Chili's on 120th uh, by Huron. So anybody that's in North Denver, you know where 120th is and where Huron is. There's a Chili's there. At some point between happy hour and about like almost close because the way I'm working, my schedule is crazy. But if you want to come have a beer and, and hang out and get dinner, just message me because that's where I'm at. Here's the funny thing. You you sit there. And of course, I'm going to be looking at social media and checking emails and I'm going to do, do my stuff. I, I just go sit at the bar because they've got good TV. They've got good beer. They've got several TVs on. They've got good food. That's all I need. And it's down the road from the hotel. So it's it's easy to get to. 
but there's been plenty of times where, you know, you've gone through social media. Okay. You've scrolled and now it's like that and you, you go to hit refresh and there's like nothing to refresh. You know what I mean? You, you've seen it. It's, there's nothing just, you've seen it. So you're like, okay, put the damn thing down, watch TV or whatever, or, or, or you just step, you just step back and you just kind of people watch. And I've done this a couple of times. You just, you, you, you kind of know when it's okay and when it's not, but there's been a couple of times where people have been sitting next to me or whatever. And, and you could just kind of see they're kind of, and all it takes is just being observant and then just having, you know, again, being an extrovert, it helps, but finding something and just, just to say something and, and just engage in a, in a funny little, Hey, quick and, and, and bring them into just, you, you just watch their face light up. I mean, it's like, they're like, you're talking oh my gosh, there's a person. Yeah. And it just, and then you start having a conversation and it doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be a lot. You can be watching the game and you just make a couple of comments and you just watch the entire body posture. Just the whole, I, I, I and now because I've, I've gone through all of this with my head and, and learning stuff, I just sit there and I'm like, you could just see so many different parts of their brain click back on. They're like, Oh yeah. I remember what this is like talking with people. It's like, yeah, yeah. Just put the damn freaking boat away. Damn it. Just, it's crazy. just, just talk. It's crazy. That's, it's crazy, man. That's one of the things like, you know, I, I'm, I'm up into my podcast. I was I'm pretty introverted. Right. And, and a lot of that was where I am. Um, what I value is, is pretty thin here. And, and just, just, pretty much where I am, but I'm a, I, you know, for all intents and purposes, I am an introvert, right? But this, to, to sit here and talk and smile and share this conversation with you, or if I go to an expo or a shoot and I'm podcasting from there and you see these people and you're talking to them and, and that, that interaction, that facial interaction, the response that you get because they said something that you value or something that, that is in your value set and they bring up and you, and you just share that interpersonal communication is, is flipping phenomenal. It's like, this hey, so is amazing. Say, okay, so let me ask you a question then. I'm going to give you a challenge okay. first, and then I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to give you a challenge. I want you to go to Jordan Peterson's website. I want you to understand my or uh, understanding personality course. Okay. okay. I want you to take it. I think you can get it for like 50 bucks or something. It, it, it's going to cost you money, but geez, it's worth it. I, I want to give you a challenge. I want you to take that course. Now it's, it's a, it's a series of lectures that you can do on your own at, at your own pace. Um, they're, they're in depth. And so I, I mean, it took me about, Oh, Honestly, it took me about two weeks to go through it with work and everything else, but I kept going back to the, just to really understand what was being said and then going through the notes and everything else and then take the personality course at the end. Okay. okay? And then, then I want, I want to come back and I want to talk with you because here's my question to you. You said you're an introvert, but then you said you started talking about, you know, going out to these. Okay. Here's a question. If you go to an archery shop or you go to uh, a seminar setting or like a shoot or something like that. When you go there and interact with people, does it feel like it energizes you or is it, or, or is this like just emotionally, mentally draining? And you're just like, I just want to go the freaking hell home. Used, it used to be the latter. 
It used to be okay. if, if I was in a crowd, right? If I was in a crowd or in a place that had more than a couple people, I would I would legitimately be uncomfortable. I'd look at my wife like, we got to get the hell out of here. Like, I got to go, right? I, I cannot deal with it. Right. And she'd be like, son of a bitch. Like, I can't take you anywhere. Like, dude, we just got we just got here, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot less in those settings, right? A lot less when there was a bow shop or a lot less when there was a mount on the wall. And and substantially. Okay, less. so so was it an issue of you being outside of a comfort zone? Probably. Or is or was it because that's the thing with introverts. Yeah. Comfort zone, absolutely, but it's just the activity that just can become drain that, mm-hmm. that sucks the energy out of them to where they're like, I, I've just got to go back and re- that's my wife. It, even if she's at a party with friends, yep. it it can only last so long, yep. and then she's like, okay, I got I got to go because it, it just drains her. Yep. Family, whereas the same thing, I'd be like, okay, time uh, to go. Okay, go. there you go, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> gotta go because right now. <laughs> Yeah, extroverts are just the other way around where getting out and, and engaging energizes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's how I am. I mean, that's why I'm actually glad I took this job. Anyway, there's a longer story of why I'm, I'm physically working this job right now. For It's part of our old row ecological services uh, business. But it's actually been good because, like, I mean, as many idiots are running around here, and there are plenty <laughs> it's 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 nice to be out and it's nice to see different people even though they frustrate the shit out of me it there's you know i can be at target picking up something and and the person you know manning the self checkout booth it's like geez, but you can have at least a little tiny conversation a little tiny little quip a little joke a little how are you doing i'm doing great well that sounds pretty darn good you know just just this little it's amazing the amount of energy that it can that it can spawn but not everybody's like that. I'm, so no, you, you need you need to take that course because it's gonna it's gonna blow your flipping well, mind, man. When you had said it before, and you've talked about it on on your platform, but when you said it, I wrote it down. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna delve into that, and it'll probably yeah, be it'll probably be after September. I ain't gonna bullshit. I can, I can understand that. I can understand that. But I'll yeah. definitely I, I'm I am more than curious about it. Now more than ever, because of the change that I've seen since I started with my podcast, right? I think I'm in, this is my third year. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm in, I'm in my third year now. And, and I mean, you want to, you want to talk about a 180, dude, 180, even, even awesome with people that are outside of our demographic or adversaries to what we do, right? my interaction with them, I've actually escalated that to benefit us in my head. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. It, I mean, just complete 180. I don't get all, you know, there's times where I'm drained and, and that's everybody, right. Where you just don't want to be social. Uh, I get to that point and, and maybe faster than some, but uh, yeah, just a complete 180, man. It's been, it's actually been great for me. I, I love it. Not nah, cool, cool, man. That's, that's awesome. Cause that's, I, I, I just wish, everyone could find again what fired them up and intellectually stimulated them. There's so many people I think are starving for that these days. Um, and, and maybe they don't even know it. Well, we've turned it off. We've, we've, we've yeah. unintentionally turned it off 
because of you know what we're what we think holds all the value right the the, yeah. the blue screen and it's it's i mean it's designed to suck you in and boy yeah. does it well and that's one of the things for me like well you know if we if we take it into hunting that's one of the things that I think I, one of the reasons I think everyone should at least get out into the field, right? Whether you kill something or not, because you you have to let all this crap go, right? And and when you're cliche, when you're pitted against Mother Nature, right? And and whatever it is, right? Even if it's not an animal, yeah. if you're a hiker, right? And you're in your back country, right? I don't even know what the hell that is anymore. Um, <laughs> it 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 settles you in, right? There's 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 you got to humble yourself and you have to look inward to get through a lot of that shit. Right. And, and it just, there's such, there, there's such growth that comes with it that you're not going to get anywhere else. I th think that's one of the reasons that I value it so much because I know what it's done in my life and the things that it's changed my view on and, and the things that I value, um, I mean, just the respect for life, right. When you look at what we do and the increased value in life, across the board from in my head it stems from hunting right you can't you can't do what we do and not have the utmost respect for every facet of it yeah a visceral connection oh it's a man i mean that yeah absolutely and and quite honestly i think that's why um and, and i'm i'm very grateful for you know what you know some of the efforts like you at steven ranella has done um, heck even Joe Rogan, especially, you know, coming from a non-hunting standpoint, you know, obviously Steven, just the way he can articulate and share that information and, and, and you know, kind of make it sexy, so to speak, to where people are like, man, I kind of want to try that. I don't know. That, that kind of looks interesting. And then the Joe Rogans that are like, yeah, hell yeah, man. I, you know, there's no reason why I shouldn't try this and see, oh, hell yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah, this, this is, this is, there's, there's some legit shit. Yeah. Th yeah. This means something. And cause there's, yeah. Geez. Anyway, there's no, I just, it, on my mind immediately went like two, a just two different directions. I was like, I just, it just canceled. I was like, no, I'm not just, just. <laughs> and being off social media, the way you just said there too, dude, Again, people were criticizing me earlier this past summer and for a while now, because I'm just, you know, when I'm out doing my food plots and habitat stuff, you know how refreshing it is just to just turn the phone off and not have to be someone, you know, when, when, when you're, you know, like me, people know me because of what I did with the website and what I share on social media and the educational stuff I do in these conversations. I, I'm not, a, it's not like I'm some sexy you know, celebrity thing that people just want to just see me for. No, it's because I should have something tangible to, to share and give. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing that I get so wrapped, you know, it just gets tiring for me is to see all these quote unquote content creators and social media folks. When you clearly can see they have run out of meaningful content. And, and they're just putting stuff up there just to stay in your feed, just to stay relevant. Don't forget, remember me, see me, don't forget, well, make, make sure you hit like, oh, remember this time three years ago I did this? And remember, that, oh, don't forget. It's like, man, okay, you, you, you've got, you, you're, you, let me just speak for myself. There are plenty of times when I have 
like now, like everybody's piling in questions and I'm like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll answer these. Cause these are fun. Some of these are, are fun questions. Other ones are, I've got to answer this question. Like the, the bull calling cows people thing. It's like, okay, it's gotten to the point now where I've got to address it. You know, that, that's it. That part's enjoyable, enjoyable to me, but when I'm out just doing habitat stuff and I'm testing new things now, granted, I could talk about what I'm testing or what I'm, te- why I'm testing it, but there's so many days where I'm like, I just worked. I, I just went out here for 14 hours. I, I'm tired and I just worked and there's really nothing relevant to say. So I'm going to bed and I just, I, and then that turns into two days, which turns into two weeks. And then two months goes by and I'm like, man, I haven't posted anything. And then people start messaging me. Hey, you, you, are you, you are you not going to post anything? I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know what? It's kind of really refreshing to be anonymous and just have no, just, I don't have to do anything. But then again, if your business is tied to you doing something, you've got to have that balance. You've got to do something, but there's something refreshing about just getting out, getting away and just getting back to just what it used to be and, and reconnecting with how a human being was supposed to engage on the landscape. I don't care if you, and quite honestly, I don't care if you hunt, go garden, just do something that gets you back outside engaged in, in, in things, you know what I mean? That in, in things that you probably don't have complete control over. That's it. Yesterday, yesterday, my, uh, so I'm using my wife's truck. This is no lie. This is like no lie. The reason why you and I are talking tonight is because of this fact right here. So I'm working on this project. I decided I, I had technically two more weeks of this project to go. You can see what the date is. I was only supposed to be out here for about 10 days and then it blew up into a month and then it started to, expe- to expand. And I'm like, I didn't get this damn project done. And so I looked at, at my scope and I looked at what I, what I could do. And I'm like, you know, because of these factors, if I just doubled my effort, if I just sucked it up and I just doubled my effort right now and just kick some butt for these next, this next full week, I literally can get done two weeks worth of work. I could get this done in a week and I could be done and I could get back home a little earlier. And so I did. I spent seven hours yesterday in the blazing 90 some odd degree heat, dust, sun, just cooking, baking, sweating my nads off. And I just freaking just hauled butt and I got my entire project site doubled up, ready to go, staged, ready, ready to just go, bam, let's go roll. And this particular project, I won't go into all the details, but this one involves active trapping. Okay. So I've got 300 active live traps out. I go to move my, so I'm using my wife's truck. It's our old work truck. It's got the top right. I go to put the, the truck in park. The truck goes into park and I hear in the shifting column, I hear click. I've got nothing. I've got no shift. The, 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 the shifting lever on the steering column snapped. I have no connectivity. The truck is now in park running, not going to shift anywhere. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So all of a sudden now I'm in the middle of a project after doing all this work and literally that fast, my entire world just went complete chaos. I had no control over anything that was going on. What was going to, here we go. 
how do I get the truck out of there? Get a hold of my wife, troubleshoot this. Now I just got this whole entire job site set. Now I've got to go back out, undo everything that I just did because I can't leave it because now I'm going to be gone for two days. It was utter chaos, completely out of my control. Immediately your, your, your words and phrases, uh-huh. words, words and phrases <laughs> were, were spoken. Okay. And then you just, at that point, all of a sudden it became a, wow, this is what real world is like again. I've got to engage now. I've got to troubleshoot. I've got to, st- and man, I mean, it, it went from cruise control. Life is easy. I'm working hard, but everything's within my realm, my understanding, everything. And all of a sudden, one little thing just threw a monkey wrench in the world. You know how inf- it was amazing. I had to drive all, I had to drive five and a half hours back. So anyway, troubleshoot, tow truck driver got there, realized, showed me how I can climb under the truck and manually shift the automatic transmission from underneath. And we put it in drive. And I was like, okay. I just drove five and a half hours home, put it in park in the driveway. Or no, I didn't put it in park. I just shut it off in the driveway, went to bed, got up this morning, grabbed my truck, grabbed trail, had to retool, get back out here. As weird as it freaking sounds, man. It was weirdly satisfying. It was like all of a sudden I had to engage parts of my brain that I had not engaged like in like a long time. And it was like, holy hell. I mean, we had a we had a train wreck and we were able to chuck and jive and plan and and, and troubleshoot and just boop, 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 boop. Situation. Now, uh, <laughs> correct. Yeah. Well, tomorrow is going to be me starting all over again and, and, and doing it all over again. But. I guess my point is, is like you were talking about getting out there and engaging and and doing, it's sometimes nice to get yourself in those situations, whether it's hunting, where it's not in your control, you can do everything you want and you can plan. And like what, and I don't even know if you've shared this with me, but what you were talking about with your eyesight to begin with. (laughs) I recorded it. it. (laughs) Okay. So all of a sudden your eyesight, you you can shoot 120 yards with your bow and you've got a really awesome group. And then all of a sudden one day you wake up and you're like, oh yeah, my eyes don't work anymore. I I, I can't shoot the way, like what, what now, whether you're gardening, you're, you're in the garden, do it. You're, you're engaging in those places where you're out, where you have the likelihood of quickly becoming outside of your comfort zone. And I guess this all ties together intellectually and emotionally from a maturity standpoint, whether we're engaging in social media or in, in, in just our church, our gym, at the store, whatever, there is something very refreshing about engaging in those things that throw us possibly outside our comfort zone and help us grow. Mm, there it is. You know, there it is. The growth, the growth part of it. <laughs> I don't know, it, it some people can say that's just getting old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, I don't, and I don't care where you are, you know, where you stand, what your value set is, right. If you, if you lack that, that growth, right. That hitting your potential, whatever that is, at that point in your life, if you're not making yourself, like you said, uncomfortable and, and hitting that peak and then, you know, re- leveling off or falling back down to make that climb, there's no growth 
in in anything but that right there you don't mature you don't get that 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 fortitude to just tackle life right well and here's the, here's the other thing part about that is and this it's funny that you said that because it immediately made me think of this is another lesson i kind of learned from i was at a professional conference and this guy said this and, I, and it just hit me what you just said there there's a there's this principle of about every 10 years you need to repot yourself to where if you think about growing a, a plant in your house and it starts as a small plant, it can grow for a long time in that pot that you have it in. But at some point, it's going to become root bound and, and the roots of that plant can't get any bigger. And it just it just stifles the growth because you're stuck in that pot. For people that know how to take care of plants, what they're going to do is they're going to grab that plant and rip it out of that pot. They're going to get a bigger pot with some more potting soil. They're going to put that, they're going to break up those roots a little bit. They're going to put that plant back in a pot, a bigger pot, and they're going to let it start to grow. Now that that period where you got yanked out of your pot and put in your roots, busted up and put in a bigger pot. That sucks. Leaves, yeah. Go have some yeah. leaves. Correct. Correct. But guess what happens after that? Boom. Now you've got another period of, of growth that, that you can flourish. And so it was interesting to hear him say that about every 10 years, you need to repot yourself. And I started thinking about my professional career and just kind of what I was, what I've gone through and without even trying, without even in, without me trying to map anything out, it really did seem like, or does seem like I had, I've, I've been on like a seven to 10, maybe 11 year cycle to where there's been things that have gone through that, that have just kind of quote unquote, repot yourself. So some people, I think, you know, we, again, if we go back to this, you know, this issue with social media, where we see so many people just seeming bitter, just so angry and just so visceral against other people, you know, just online and just, just the, the, the things that they are, it, geez, Pete, <laughs> my brain went to another, it was interesting to me. So some people, some people would say, you know, oh, if, if I don't like you, or if, if they don't think like you, I'm going to, I'm going to defriend, unfriend them or block them or whatever. And I always sat there, I'm like, no, I actually like being friends with some of those people because what they don't realize is if we say friends, and they go over and comment on something, especially with Facebook. When I was doing it, it would Facebook would notify me that they, my friend would comment here and I could go over and I could follow what they comment. And I could start to see who they were outside of my relationship with them. And I could see how they reacted to just random strangers, other people, ideological strangers. And quite honestly, some of these people that I that I'm still friends with. I haven't blocked them. I don't like them at all anymore. I, I think they're vile individuals because I get to see what they do and what they say. But but it's good for me to just see what I'm like, wow, wow, what we grew up and went to the same school. You had a better, you, you're financially more stable than I was. My family was. You had more opportunities than my family did. And yet I see how just angry and bitter you are. But then I take a step back and I realize, dude, they've been stuck in the same rut for 25 or 30 years. They haven't ever 
done anything to let, they haven't repotted themselves. They haven't done anything to get themselves out of that. It's not even comfort zone, I don't think. Just, I don't know, personal development, comfort zone, whatever you want. I don't care what you want to do, what your flavor is. But they they never, they've stagnated. And I wonder if that it is also part of why yeah. we see some of the problems we're dealing with today is I think, you know, I, how many times do people talk about fitness and getting in shape and doing exercises and the regenerative things that it does, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? Your brain is the same way. It, it You can develop or you can develop and grow your brain or you can let your brain atrophy. Neuro, neuroplastic, and, neuroplasticity. Ooh, look at, I thought you had it there for a second. Plasticity. <laughs> that, that, no, that's exactly it. That's that exactly it. Is a phenomenal. I mean, just if if you want to take everything we're talking about and and sit there and scratch your head and go, I don't want to know shit about myself. I don't want to know what my personality is outside of what I believe. Right. Yeah. Just read about that. And you yes. will understand so much of how this thing is is doing and what you're doing to this thing by everything you're doing yes and, and yes. what you think you believe yes unbelievable Un do you follow do you do you follow the humor huberman lab no huberman h-u-b-e-r-m-a-n i believe that's how it's spelled okay huberman lab yeah he's a i don't he's a brain guy Neuro, neurological neurologist or something like that. And he, he's got an awesome educational, he, he, I mean, he'll whiteboard stuff and it, okay. So this part of your brain is connected here and this, and this is tied into here. And so when you do this, it sends this feedback here and this is, it's freaking amazing, yeah. man. It's, it's just sit there. Like you're saying, you're like, holy shit. I didn't even realize that when I go and have my, when I, when I have my caffeine at this time in the morning, I'm actually setting myself up for failure at this time. Whereas if I had just waited, got some sunlight, did a little motion, did a little activity, and then had my caffeine at such and such time, I don't set myself up for that failure. I actually get a better result. And it's it just you sit there and you're like, holy freaking hell, man. Not even the input though, not even the not even the things that we put in. Yes. But that first thought in the morning. That second yeah. thought in the morning that yes. you have every day, right? Because yeah. because there is some level of not being repotted that makes you feel like your life is miserable, right? Oh, yeah. That thought two, three times a day, that becomes your freaking existence. 2020, I got sucked into it, man. I, I did. I got 2020. I got sucked into it hard. I was just, I was seeing what was happening. Um, just not only, you know, globally, but, you know, it, especially in the United States with the politics and everything, and then the riots and everything. And I just was, I'm watching different groups and I'm watching these riots happen. And then I'm watching my sportsman community, you know, while these things are happening in their cities these people that were, you know, want running around with sheepdog shirts on and saying, I, I stand in the way, you know, I, I stand in between evil and, and the innocent and blah, blah. And meanwhile, okay. So we've got riots going on and you're supposedly this ooh, ah, sheepdog. I, I went to Chris Kyle's book signing 
you know, at the shot show that year. And I, I, you were, we sat at the table and shot the shit while we were talking about sheepdog, sheepdog. And then, so while these riots and everything, people's businesses are being torn down and burned, you're going to go climb a mountain so you can shoot arrows at a piece of foam. Where the blankety blank and blank is this sheepdog that I ever heard about? Where, where, where are all these, these, quote unquote, conservative heroes that are the defenders of this, that, and the other that did zoot. <laughs> yes. You're not a sheepdog. You're a sheep that learned to bark. Yes. That was it. Yep. And it just, man, I started getting into a bad, bad place. And, and you can let yourself spiral into those if you don't pay attention of what you're feeding your brain and what you're, and what you're, again, it, it Making the change to say, okay, or making the concerted after saying, this is bullshit. Something needs to change. And the only person that I can, the only thing that I can, I know that I can change is me. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to re-engage. I'm going to, I'm going to reevaluate how I engage on the landscape intellectually, emotionally. I'm going to try to do the best that I can for myself and, and, and try to see if I can't and make this a little bit better on the platform. And this is coming from, again, I was actively in, you know, Colorado politics for 10 plus years. I knew all these things, but it's easy to get sucked into your own bullshit, I guess, pity. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit and pity party. Exactly. Where you just, you let your mind just, you let your mind just fold in on itself. But if, I mean, we've gone all over the place on this map, but um, yeah, I mean, You've got to get your, you've got to be willing to think outside of your own box that you're already currently in. Yeah. You want, you want to see and feel the difference, right? Learn to turn the outside influence off. And and that was, that's what I had to do or, last or, year. Or strategically change who is influencing you. Very true. I, so in the house, right. When all that crap was going on, we had. Um, maybe a mile and a half away, right? They're going from one shopping center to the other with riots or however you look at them. I've seen worse riots here. Um, and I was essential, you know, thank goodness for that. Uh, but I had to physically leave the house a mile and a half. This crap is going on, right? But yeah. in order to keep that essential status, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. I had to do what I had to do because it was some uncertainties, especially in the beginning, right? The stress of that plus the stress of that constant flipping input because the wife is yeah. like, you know, she's sitting there staring at it and I'm, yeah. and oh, dude, I was like, okay, no more. Like if I'm in the house, yeah. I, I don't even want it on. And she's like, well, yep, I'll just turn off. it down. No, I do not even no. want to be in the shower and have the chance of hearing 35 seconds of this yep. crap anymore. Like I cannot do it. Yep. And it took, it took a good two weeks, but I think she saw this. I mean, my stress level would just went boom. Right. Yeah. I mean, it just skyrocketed. Yeah. 
And uh, oh, I was so thankful, man, when when she when she said, "Okay, enough, enough." I see it. I see where you're at. You know, I mean, I would, dude. I was stressed, stressed. Yeah, because like, because you're leaving, going through that oh, to get to work, dude. and then who knows what's going on at the house? Oh, I I couldn't. I you know, I'm on. I got the damn ring. I'm looking at our cameras. I'm like, hey, you know, are you okay? Yeah, the whole yeah. nine. And I I started to break. Like I was breaking. I'm like, look, you don't understand the stress I'm under, right? I I got to worry about leaving my family, and then. I can't even sleep at night because now I'm worried about what the hell's going on a block, yeah. a mile, whatever, you know, and who knows where this is going to go at this point. We don't know. We just, we're yeah, seeing correct. people fall over in the GD streets, man. It was, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. I, that was, that was great. Cause it was like, okay, you just turn it off. And, and as soon as it was gone, I settled back in and it was like, okay, yeah. I can control what I can control. And what I can control is in these four walls, so to speak. You know, and 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 this <laughs> head yeah, headspace. headspace here, you know, yeah. was was a lot better for it. But man, it was. Uh, it's it's not like you're. And it's not that you were being naive. It wasn't that you wanted to deny what was actually going on. No. It was just like, okay, I have to temper what what is actually get. And that's what I mean. That's literally, again, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And and I was so I was where you were last year, I was so pissed off. I mean, like I was, I was an angry individual uh -huh. where I heard so many former, let's just say special operations community people that have their own podcasts doing absolutely zip all nothing that I was just like, this is bullshit. We're, we're doomed because no one is going to stand up and no one. And I'm, I'm six hours away from anywhere that I can do any. My town is this big. You know, literally, the 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 most rowdy we have is somebody set off an M eighty out in the and the you know threw an M eighty in the street, <laughs> and it was probably some eight year old. You know, and people are like, "Who's got that firework?" And that and that's about. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. Okay, so I'm in the middle of nowhere. That is what got me to point where I was like, "Okay, I cannot keep, I can't keep consuming right. this." I've got to find a better outlet and I've got to, I have to figure out a way that I can better engage myself on the landscape so I can at least try to do something. And then it just set this whole thing in motion more so I will say, but no, I mean, it just, we have, yeah, again, we, we were supposed to, we weren't, we supposed to talk about elk something, something, something about like elk. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just make it another one. You know, I, as, 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 as important as I want elk to be, right? Because it's the, yeah. the all-consuming. Unless we talk about this stuff, right? Yeah, there is. Who, who, yeah, exactly. Because that's the thing is again on the other podcast we we're talking about you know whether or not we want non-consumptive users uh, paying for wildlife uh, conservation efforts in the state. Do we want to have a you know a, a it used to be called teaming with wildlife, where basically state tax dollars. Or, or more importantly, you know, if I, um, oh, I don't have them, but basically if you buy a sleeping bag or a set of binoculars or a camp stove or, you know, anything from REI, it had a tax associated to it, just like hunting and fishing gear does. And that money would go towards uh, state conservation efforts. Giving them a voice. I, I, yeah. Switch, which, and, and there we go. And I, and here we go. We just flapped our gums for how you know hour and some how, whatever it's been An hour. <laughs> I, I don't even know what time. What time? I don't even know what we, time. Okay, we just hit anyway. the two twenty two. 
Are you serious, yeah, dude? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, I, I don't care. I'll go as long as you want to go. We're rolling. Um, um, you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of that idea. I, I'm not, I am not a fan of the idea because right now, as much as we might not like to think about it, we are a wee, wee tiny segment of the population. And the only reason why I think we have a lot of the hunting opportunities is, that we do is because the state agencies have no other option, but to give us hunting opportunities so that they can make money. You take that away. And, and all of a sudden you go to a state, a, 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 let's just even forget about a teaming with wildlife thing. You go to a statewide funded, a, a taxpayer funded. See ya. Oh, done. I mean, that's the thing is, again, we talk, I, I had mentioned this earlier about the wolf thing. And people ask me all the time about what I thought about the wolf thing. Of course I don't. I, I like the ideas of wolves, but I can go somewhere if I want to go see wolves. I don't need to have wolves in Colorado. I don't want to see wolves in Colorado because I know where that leads. And the thing is, is people are like, well, but they're going to decimate the elk herds and, and, and moose herds and, and, and mule deer herds and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I sit there and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what they want. Yes. They want the wolves to provide a significant level of game population management because that's quote unquote nature's way. But oh, by the way, whisper, whisper, if the population tanks, we don't need to have hunters out there and they won't have any tags out. They won't have as many hunters on the landscape. So of course we want the elk population. We want the, we want wolves to regulate our game populations. Of course we do. What did we say earlier? Incremental lesson learned. Yep. Incremental spread the message lesson learned. Correct. That has been going on for decades now. That that it's all part of the plan. It's part of the plan. It 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 is literally the ideology of the postmodern progressive left. That is literally what it is. And so it just it no, I, I I don't want these people at at the uh, at the table. I, I don't want these, you know. But when we sit and talk about some, oh, shit, I don't even know how. How did we even get on that topic? There was a relevant point of why. <laughs> but but you know, from a conversation standpoint, you know, I sat there and I listened to the arguments that the quote unquote conservative right was making against the wolves, and I'm like, you guys, you guys are doomed. You're, you're done. You've already lost. You, you have you have no functional messaging whatsoever on the on the to to not the rabid a- animal activists. They don't the rabid animal activists they don't care about never, you. Yeah. But but the neutral voter in in the state, you you you're you're not you're you're not even speaking the same language they are. So you're so you're gonna be doomed. And so I mean we're yeah, you you allow my my fear is if you allow the the public to take the large lion's share of state management dollars, we're we're gone. Yeah, it's a we, we 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 are we are gone like quickly gone, and uh, I don't know I don't know. But again, back to communication. I don't have to shut. I don't have to convert non hunters into hunters. 
All I need to do is anytime these things come up, I need to have the ability to understand ideology. I need to have the ability to understand value sets. I need to have the, the ability to understand personalities so that way I can engage in the undecided voter, in the undecided public, and I can convince them my value set is valid and I actually make good points so they don't really want to fight against me. I don't have to win them over on my side. All I need to do is just keep them from fighting me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I, I At least I can just step up and have a better way of communicating to where I can defend my value set rather than just shoving it down someone else's throat that everybody else wants to do. Well, it puts them, it, 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 it makes them continue to have to play the long game too, right? Because it goes back yeah. to that, you know, now they have to reposition, right? Now they got to try and, how did, damn, they just got, that's a victory for mm-hmm. us because it extends the long game. Yeah. What scares me right now is that we're not even doing that. So we're taking what oh, no, no. that long game and we're like, oh shit, we're squeezing, 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 because we can't even get we're accelerating. We're accelerating now Absolutely. is what we're doing. Because when we get, when we go out there and engage and we engage improperly, when when they are coming at it from an emotional standpoint. And we are coming at it from a stats and statistics and all this other stuff. <sighs> yes, either and, and okay, yes, they're they they just fell asleep because that's completely irrelevant. But if we start going out there and start making just wildly stupid freaking statements again, these people, the organizers of these ballot initiatives campaigns, protests, political party movements, you don't have to agree with them. And you may think they're batshit crazy. They know exactly what the, the people that are leading these, organizing these things, spearheading these things, know exactly what they're doing. They are extremely smart. They're extremely organized. And they have, they've, like you said, with the long game, they've already strategized all sorts of different responses and how they will shuck and jive and move based on how the landscape moves underneath them. So you go out there and you act like a dumbass, they're just going to capitalize on it. And they're going to take it and use it against you because the average person who doesn't know any better wants to fall into an emotional, you know, emotional mindset. You're, you're, you're doomed. You're doomed. Okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna put this to hunting real quick, right? And we'll try and wrap it up on this note, and then we'll just have to talk about elk maybe next week or something. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair what, enough. What we're going into season, right? And 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 one of my and I shouldn't call it a pet peeve, right? But with everything that we were just talking about, the presentation hunting season's coming is why I'm bringing this up. Everybody wants to post. We want the double taps. We want the likes. I want to show that that animal, that victory, right? There is a level of presentation in the current climate that is absolutely necessary from hunters, from people in our demographic. If you truly value what we do, we have to 
post things. I don't, I, 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 we don't have to post them, right? But hopefully everybody yeah. gets what I'm saying. We have to show that in a light that is not off-putting to that middle ground person. The people that are anti are going to hate it either way, right? Yeah. But a lot of what we see every single year is, dude, headshots. Like, why? 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 You're not doing nothing. You're hurting us, right? That middle yeah. ground doesn't want to see that shit. I don't even want to see it. I know what happens, but I don't want to see it, right? Eyes bugged out because I shot, you know, a yote in the back of yeah. the head. And I, you know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The the days of 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 me, Chris, and Jimmy Bob, right, sharing a Polaroid that we took, that shit is over with, right? There is a level of presentation that is absolutely necessary in this climate so they don't have fuel for the fire. Because when they go and they sit and they fight against us, hey, look at this jack leg, right? Mm -hmm. This is what they're doing. They're not showing this cleaned up presentation, right? They're showing this jack leg. They're not showing a full freezer of of some of the best damn best meat that you'll ever have in your life. Yeah. That's not what's going on there, right? We have a responsibility to take everything that's going on with all this crazy shit that we've talked about for two hours and 30 minutes that all that, that some in, in our weird flipping way through all this, that ties into the hunting demographic. Th these things are things that we can do to better our fight our presentation our preservation of our way of life the things we love and for that just to better our lives in general with a lot of what you know chris talked about it more uh eloquently than i ever will um it's just gonna benefit us it's gonna benefit us in well, the field don't <clears throat> don't just show the crazy stupid shit well because here's and, and it even goes so the the top layer of that is yeah, some of these graphic pictures are just, you know, uh, distasteful. And, and with my value, okay, let me qualify. My value set, they are distasteful, okay? Now, I completely understand that other people would say, no, in my value set, no, it's not. Like, for instance, I hate when I see people sitting on an elk or sitting on a deer, yanking up the, you know, the, the antlers or whatever. Okay, I... I have a personal feeling. I, I just don't like sitting on the animal. You know, it just is, it's just never been my thing. And, and maybe that is not a big deal for a lot of other people either. But like you said, some of these more graphic things, it's one thing to post it and to show like, for instance, and, and I did, and, and I wanted to post. So real, real quick aside, don't let me get off this topic. But real quick aside, Good from luck. a biology, yeah, I know, I know. But from a biological standpoint, I wanted, so when we do our doe hunts, I, I like doing my doe hunts in January because the does are pregnant and the fetus is big enough to, you can measure it. And I've got a scale that from the biologists use, you can put the fetus on the scale and it can actually tell you how many days old that is, when the date of conception was, you know, blah, 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 blah. I wanted to share that piece of biological processing image. So I took a picture of it. My wife just lost it. She's like, you're going to pull that down right now. I'm like, no, I'm not. She's like, oh yes, you are. I mean, we cheat ball because for her, she was like, no way, no way are you going to show this fetus of a deer, you know, 
it's still, I mean, it's, we're at the point where it's still gelatinous and bloody and, you know, it, so you can clean it up, but it's only going to get so clean. So it's, it's graphic, but it's, for me, it's biology. Right. It's, it's, it's a bio it's, what are you talking about? She's like, no, 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 no. Cause she didn't want to be pigeonholed into that, you know, mm-hmm. algorithms flagging us, animal activists flagging us, blah, blah, blah. So you can have a graphic picture or image or video or whatever for an educational purpose that can carry some significant meaning and, 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 and value. But some of these are just nothing more than, like you said, a bunch of buddies of the same mindset, the same value set that are just like, dude, check this out. Ah, you know, just, and they're, they're, you know, making all sorts of just, you know, cool, just, you know, gyrate and making all these body positions, you know, slamming beers and they're blah, blah, blah. Okay. It go, here's the reason why I think maybe it's even more important that we need to reevaluate for ourselves. I don't recommend us policing. I, I don't think we ban them. I just think we can kind of self-regulate within peer pressure and changing culture in ourselves. A lot of people will say you post that type of picture and then the animal activists are going to grab it and they're going to show that picture and they're going to see, see how these guys are bloodthirsty and blah, 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 blah. I think it goes a next step beyond that because when pressed about, you could ask those same people that post some of those, the most, you know, shocking pictures and images. If you cornered those same individuals into justifying why they would hunt it's all this flowery platitudes of you know oh it's conservation and it's you know meat on the table and and i'm helping regulate the population so it stays within the balance of the carrying capacity of the the habitat so that way all the other animals can thrive in in, in juxtaposition with the population of of this and in the north american model of wildlife conservation you know hunters dollars they they generate the money for conservation of all species. And, and quite honestly, you know, we, we are the ones that bring in these, you know, millions of dollars to our state economies above the picture you posted had shit to do with it. Doesn't that, that that's not anywhere near the message. If you were that intellectually high and mighty, that type of picture probably wouldn't have been posted. The picture you posted, you kind of seem like an ignorant redneck. Now, this uh, I'm this is me speaking as a neutral or animal activist, so don't criticize me. <laughs> it, you, you to the other side, you kind of come across like an ignorant redneck, or more importantly, you're a hypocrite. You're telling me all these great and glorious things of why you're so important, but then the activists are showing me pictures over here. And I'm seeing none of that. So you're full of shit because you can tell me everything that you want me to see and know and hear, but I can look with my two, my own two eyes and I can look over here and see what you're doing. And this is the same thing. Why, you know, again, I think sometimes trappers are their own worst enemies 
is because, yes, there are some really great uh, YouTube uh, and social media sites with individual trappers that do a phenomenal job of showing ethical, humane trapping practices, the fact that they're out there trapping. They're showing that they are successful at trapping, but they're not out there showing the coyote, you know, doing pinwheels around the freaking stake and has dr- dug himself a hole that's, you know, 12, you know, 12 inches deep. And it's a four foot, six foot circle that the animals just been around it for. You don't have to show that stuff. Is there an element of reality that happens within that? Yes, there is. Yeah. You don't have to show all the sausage making to be a badass. Quite honestly, you might be better off not showing all the sausage making and just showing why the sausage is really, really good. Mm -hmm. If you show that the sausages, we have sausage, we need sausage, and this sausage is really good. How'd you make it? We'll get to that. But here's the sausage. It's really good. And I want to show you that get you on my side, and then we can start having a conversation down into the weeds. But no, I'm, I'm with you. But again, it goes, again, here we are rounding back back to, and it's funny, we had, just so everybody knows, you literally like sent me a message like numerous times, like over the past couple months. We need to get together. We need to get, I'm like, yep, 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 yep. Just I, life. And then again, because, oh, this, I guess I didn't finish my story the reason why we're sitting here tonight is because the truck broke down yesterday. I get back out here today. It's 97 degrees. And I'm like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to go. I'm not going (laughs) to sit there 97 degrees. I'm tired. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get some dinner. I'm going to take a shower and I'm going to just have a relaxing evening. And then I'm going to start tomorrow, which then I was like, Oh hell I've got hours tonight. So I said, I just messed up like, Hey, do you want to do it tonight or you want to do it later? He's like, we can do it tonight. I'm like, right on. We had zero, zero. plan. Going <laughs> That's the best one sometimes. It man. was there was zero plan going to this. But to bring it back, again, it, it all goes back to how do we communicate and how, and again, whether we're talking amongst ourselves as sportsmen or, again, I don't care about the, the uber, you know, extreme. radicalized extreme. We're talking about the the people in the middle that have common sense, man, that don't have an opinion either way, and they can easily be swayed either way with just show me, just tell me what the reality is. Just tell me what's going on and and help me, you know, wrap my head around it. And whoever makes the best case, eh, I'm going to go that way. But if you shoot yourself in the foot by either how you communicate, how you act, or what you show, and you end up becoming the, what you manifest on the landscape is a hypocrite. Your message is dead in the water. And and it, it, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I fight it constantly. I, I hate, I hate hypocrites. And I, and I know there are moments in my life where I'm, I'm like, shit, I, I no, I, I've got to, I've got to correct that because I could be considered yes. hypocritical in this and that. I mean, we're, we all are going to have our, our failings just whether or not, we are doing everything we can damn well do not to slip down that hole uh, further and further. But no, I'm, I'm with you, man. I mean, elk, elk season coming up and 
we're going to have a whole pile of gripping. I hope, let, let me put it this way. I hope, I hope we have a shit pile mm-hmm. of grip and grins being posted because that means people are being successful and they're having a great hunt. And that's what I want people to have. So Absolutely. I want to see a pile of grip and grins. I'd like to see some tasteful ones, At which, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and I, unless we were critical, but let me also say this. I have been seeing one benefit. I will say with the popularity of photography and social media being, you know, especially Instagram, where I'm at most of the time these days, because Instagram is a visual platform, the more visually appealing a image is, the more likes it's going to get. So if people want to be an influencer, some of the artistic styling and, and some of the photography that we have seen with hunting over these past several years has been incredible. Amazing exponentially better than what it ever has been. So I don't, I don't, at least I don't, I don't think you are either. I don't want to come across as saying, yeah, everybody's out there being a dumbass. No, no, not at all. It just seems, it just seems like it almost ends up being like this dichotomous to where the, the better some pictures get, like, it's like this, it's like nature's balance where they're like, all right, well, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to make mine even more egregious. It's like, no, please just, well, don't and, make <laughs> but that's legit right because and i get it right and 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 for a while i was that way like this is what i love this is what i do i want to do what i want to do if you don't like it piss off but it, it's if we really care about it it's again more critical now and then you said it earlier are we are we going to sit there with stats numbers Pittman robinson talk about all that crap it's going to put them to sleep. They don't care if we trigger that emotional response by having that, mm-hmm. that, you know, and it doesn't have to be distasteful to me or you, but we have to look at what emotional response is this going to trigger in someone who Correct. doesn't get it or someone who's not involved in it. That's what we need to look at. So yeah. By yeah, all means, re- yeah. Remember they do not, they do not think like you. And, right. and I'm not saying from your opinion or value set, I'm saying functionally their brains are processing the reality you are presenting them in an entirely different way mm-hmm. it is not the same world they are not processing it that way it it's exactly okay now nah, it doesn't matter I, I, i'll i'll refrain because that's another hour long <laughs> rabbit hole we can save it later just understand they are in a different mental universe than you are if you are not a, in if you are not sensitive to that you will fail at best sabotage all of us at worst yep. i mean realistically right the, the, the majority of people their september is every sunday at the local market that is where <laughs> that's where they do their hunting and gathering they have mm-hmm. zero clue as to what yeah. blood on these things looks like, right? They yeah. don't want to know. Yeah. You know, I think they all need to know, but you know, that's they get grossed out because they get grossed out because the the uh the neck and giblets are stuffed inside the turkey. Yeah. And they're like, well, oh, I don't even want to touch that. Oh, okay. I'm a I'll okay. tear a neck up and I'll Thanksgiving ah. was like the neck is mine and everybody's yeah. like, looking at me like seriously the neck Ew. and i'm like shit that's the best part <laughs> okay we found something we disagree on <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah 
it's, it, I don't know, man. It, it's an interesting, it's an interesting deal across the board. Um, but seriously, let's let's try and link up if you have free time next week and 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 yeah. legitimately talk about some elk. Um, I I know uh, for me, I mean, like I said, when I when I I'm like, how the hell didn't I? How come I haven't been following Chris forever? Like the you know when you're out and you're and you're showing the the the. Uh, the turkey, right? Oh, I I just missed this net, and you start talking about this this weed, or it it has zero to do with with me on the Western hunting landscape, right, dude? I'm like I'm at home. I'm like, okay, what was that shit? I pull out my little note, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ty- I'm googling stuff. I'm like, this is cool, man. You know, it's just it it it. Never mind. It, it, it's good shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it's listen, refreshing. You know, it, it is very refreshing in the current landscape. I will say that. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. I, I, and I try and trust me, I know I, I need to do a better job when I'm out just doing my habitat stuff. Cause I, 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 I do know that there are folks out there that, that enjoy just some of that random educational mm-hmm. stuff, you know, just because he's, you know, if you're fascinated by different landscapes and you, it, you, it may take you years before you get out to come out and play in Kansas and, and, and enjoy some of this stuff, but it doesn't mean that you're not passionate about it. I remember growing up loving fishing and, um, I loved bass fishing and I was, I still have not gone bass fishing down in Florida, but, uh, what was his, yeah, well, well, these were largemouth down in Okeechobee and Okeechobee. Uh, Lake o- Lake Okeechobee, yeah, and what was it? Was it Hanson that was just pulling in these just just massive fifteen plus pound? You know, I just could. In Fisherman Magazine and In Fisherman TV was my jam because I I didn't fish for any of those species. I loved fly fishing. I grew up uh, about five minute walk from a trout stream. I fly fished every day for trout in a little stream. I wasn't musky fishing. I wasn't crappie fishing. I wasn't cat, but I was just digging all of it because it just, it just, it resonates. So I understand that there's people out there that enjoy that stuff. I, I will commit. I will try to do some more. I, I, I am like, if, if IGTV can fix their stuff going on right now, there's something going on with their new update or something. I, it's not letting me post the way I want to post. And I don't know if that's because I think I'm going to, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think it's because they must've done some update or something. It, I had to completely take it off my phone, reinstall it, but now it's not letting me do the thumbnail thing that I've been doing. So I don't know what's going on, but I will try to do more of those because at least it gives me a 10 minute window to engage, you know, mm-hmm. rather than just showing a picture like what am I seeing with a picture there, man? There's a piece of grass. Okay. Yeah. But here's, here's what's going on in this situation. Here's why Chris Rowe looked at this, saw some value in it. And this is why I think you might find value with it too. So I think it's a, it's for me and what I enjoy doing. I think it's a little bit better of a platform. I'm going to try to do some more of that for folks, um, regardless of what I'm doing, whether it's, you know, upcoming elk hunt or whether it's just our deer hunts and our habitat stuff coming up so the one thing i you know, uh, one thing i'll say i said a whole bunch of those but you know <laughs> when we're talking about you know that plot right and, and taking care of that it actually made me and i haven't delved into it but it made me want to understand the landscapes that i'm hunting more in terms of that right it's like well damn it yeah. if, if chris is saying this is matters then maybe this is something that i need to be looking at you know, in, in, in adding that knowledge of my areas into, yeah. into my, 
repertoire, if you will. Right. I mean, yeah. it, I think it can translate, you know, be it, you know, Midwest, uh, whitetail or not. I think we can take that information and grow that information to fit our scenarios is, is one of the things that I've enjoyed um, yeah, about it. And the fact that, you know, you can, when we haven't talked about the website or none of that, man, um, that you can get on that <laughs> on your website and, and just, just some of the vocalizations, right. Just some of the interaction, just elk interaction videos. And, and that's all I've really delved into at this point is, is the elk module, but just to sit there and watch, I think one of the videos is 28 minutes of just elk being elk, right? With Correct. with no outside Correct. influence, with no hunting, with no nothing. And Correct. to watch them and see the body language. These are situations that, for me, that I'm not in. I don't have the time. I can't say that I don't have that. I don't make the time to put myself in um, because I'm saving. I'm, I want my bang for the buck in September. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. You're, you're, you're a little out of pocket. I mean, it's not like you're going to just go down the road and, exactly. and get into an elk herd, you know? And so this, and that's literally why we did the gallery, you know? So what you're talking about is the gallery. Mm -hmm. It's in the recognition part. So, uh, so for those that don't know on the website in the elk module, elk hunting Institute, they're the rowhuntingresources.com. You, you've got different segments. And so there's a, there's a, uh, fundamentals that just teaches you about what the elk are saying and why they're saying it and what they're doing from a from a standpoint of from a scientific biological behavioral standpoint not a me just flapping my gums at you and then once you get all those foundations then you can go to the the recognition portion where you've got the gallery that is just elk doing elky things you get to watch and listen to elk and the the important part about that now and then the other part is the real elk sounds and what you're going to like is you saw that video I posted on Instagram that I shared from Jay Scott of Jay Scott Outdoors. We actually, I had him on a Zoom like this and we recorded it. We talked for two hours and picked that thing apart. And we talked oh, about, shit. yeah, each, like what I heard versus what he heard, execution, the, the, how the animals are making these sounds, what we're talking about, you know, everything, we picked that thing apart eight ways from Sunday and got into cow bugles and, and what maybe they mean and why, you know, why are they elk? I mean, we, we dissected that baby, but the beautiful thing and the reason why we put the gallery section in there is so that what you said, you could see elk doing elk things outside of a hunting scenario, because most of the time when we are in a hunting, and that's the same thing with the strategies and action section, where a lot of times I'm not personally trying to kill an elk. I'm just trying to call elk in. You get to see elk from a standpoint of I'm not going to try to kill it at the, the instant it presents a shot. I'm just going to let these things engage. How long do they engage one another? How Who's saying what? How did that one vocalize? What was her body language? Who responded? Who didn't respond? Uh, you know, was it a vocal response? Was it a physical action? And then, you know, in the, in the application section where you actually put all this stuff together in that strategies and action section where you see me calling elk in, you get to watch that. But again, me not trying to kill that elk all the time, you get to watch that elk come in and stand for two, three, five minutes or whatever, or get what We had a small bull come in, but I didn't kill him. I let him walk off. And then 20 minutes later, oh, hello, 10-year-old bull that just slips in behind. So being able to watch elk behavior naturally, 
and being able to hear them. I mean, people, I mean, just from a sheer practice standpoint, if you want to just practice your calling, just then do it to a real elk, not somebody else calling. So no, I, I mean, we, I, I, yeah, the, the, I, I'm very proud of what we were able to accomplish so far. I mean, we're still building, still adding stuff on there, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's just a fun, again, it's a fun rabbit hole. I like to go down and we're going to keep putting stuff in there as long as the Lord lets me keep breathing and climbing mountains. <laughs> I tell you, it's funny and you'll probably never hear it again. Right. But, but probably the best, I won't sound too <laughs> in the last no two weeks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> as I'm, <laughs> as I'm watching this, right. And, and, and going through the video, one of the best, I don't know any what feelings that I've had in a long time was what two, two parts of the video, watching the elk frolic right watching the spikes just buck in the water and then there's the little calf that that bolts. rocket yeah man <laughs> rocket dude i'm, I'm watching that and i just it, look i just i just fluttered a little bit <laughs> and i was like this it, is awesome right and then that that's be- but that's part that's that's the side the human side of hunting that that these people don't see or that we don't express but those are the things those moments yeah, like that we don't that, share yeah those moments like that 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 just have this this profound impact on you. So when I think of that video, I think of how I felt watching those elk frolic, right? Because that's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. And that that that's huge, man. I mean, it's like, yeah, I, I like that. You know, that, that, that I mean is awesome. And be and being able to have the knowledge of behavior and, and vocalizations to better give yourself an opportunity to experience those that things yes sir you know what i mean yep so in, in this case and that's the thing for messaging of non you know for non-hunters is it's difficult that they they don't understand how you can value watching those calves and spikes play in the water and then go kill one and then you're like okay i don't want to go kill a calf and now i might kill a spike depending on where i'm i, I might but that there's, there's, there's a, there's a continuum of experiences in there Mm -hmm. and I can appreciate all of these different levels of experience and all of these different levels of interaction. Yes. For me to put meat in the freezer, for me to be successful as a hunter, not a videographer, not an animal watcher as a hunter, you are going to kill. That's, that's what hunting is for me to be successful as a hunter I do need to kill that animal, but that engages a completely different section of my brain and value set and experience and visceral, visceral connection with the experience. I can have all these other things. I can, I can find two whitetails locked up during deer season and go over and cut one of the antlers off and send them on their way. Both of them are trophy whitetails. No, I don't want to kill one there. That it does no. I, these things are troubled, are, are in trouble. I need to go save it. Or a deer falls, get or an elk calf gets stuck in a wallow, or deer falls through the ice, and we go out and we're going to save it. Well, why don't you just want to kill it? You want to kill it in the fall? No, that's a di- that, that it's in, it's engaging. It's engaging a different point on the spectrum of what I value as a hunter. And what I get to experience 
that you as the non-hunter don't get to usually don't get to experience is going into those more remote places and engaging that purposefully, engaging that individual on their level for a purpose other than just taking a picture of them, which then opens up a whole different world of experience. So this is, again, where we have the ability to communicate and talk and message and be able to interact is so huge because there are, there's a lot of people that just don't see how you can like that, that little video of those, of little rocket go tearing by the, the camera. The fact that you had a name for that calf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Is that not right? Oh, dude, I that mean, was so awesome, man. It was just like, oh, look at that. And I was just like, wait, like, okay, when's it coming back? When's it coming back? <laughs> did, did you ever watch the, the, it's, people call it a kid's movie. It's not a kid's movie. It's just, the, have you ever watched The Incredibles? Yeah. Yeah. So the the, the little kid there uh -huh. that, that, that runs as fast as she's like, just run as fast as you can. He's like, as fast as I can. She's like, as fast as you can. That's He's like, it. yes, yeah. that was him. That was a little cap. He's exactly. like, watch this. Here I come. <laughs> That's a, yeah, man. I, I had to bring that up. That was, uh, I, you know, outside the and see, and those things. Here, and, here, and here's the thing, giving credit where credit is due. I didn't collect that. One of our subscribers did. And he shared it again. He went out on the landscape. He wanted to, put up, you know, he's scouting, but he also wanted to capture what was out there and he put it on video and, and he was able to capture that. And even him, he posted it on his social media. He thought it was valuable. And then I got a hold of him. I'm like, dude, do you realize here you've got some value here? And he's like, yeah, use it, share it. You use it as an education tool so that people can learn from it. And that's the beautiful thing about this community of, uh, of our subscribers is we just, it just builds and builds and builds off of it. And it just, it, I mean, hell, what do we got now? Like 50, at this point, if, when I get done with the videos that I've got built right now that need to upload, I, I've got to wait. I've tried to upload them here from the hotel. It's not working. I got to wait until I get home, but it's, it's going to be pushing 55, 60 hours. Oh, of, yeah. There's that's the, and it's getting to the point where it's, it's, it's a beast. So if people, if you get on there and, and you're looking for something and you're not seeing it, don't hesitate to just jump on the forum or jump, you know, message me and say, Hey, is there anything like this? Because we try to organize everything in there very intuitively. Uh, but geez, oh, Pete, there's so many layers to it now that it is, some of this stuff can kind of get lost. Um, somebody asked me that the other day and I had to kind of coach them into how to, how to find it. And then once they found it, they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. I didn't think, yeah. It's like, well, it's a massive library, video library. So it's going to take a little bit to, to parse through it. Yeah. That, and that, you know, like I said, that for me, is just the elk module just thus far. Once, once yeah. I get to well, you know, and I, and, and full disclosure, the, the deer, the whitetail one is just minuscule. We, we actually make that one. I think we're going to do that one as an add on just for the other stuff. And the Turkey one uh, is got some good stuff in it, but it's, it's very minimal. It, it, there's a lot less, um, quantity but it is very geared towards do you want to become a turkey hunter here's how you do it and it so it's a it's more about a beginner's level um entry level into turkey hunting the the flagship by far is is the l that that one's got yeah it's just massive yeah that that like i say man that thing's thus far as especially for the value right i don't want to sound like i'm sales pitching it 
Um, but even for the value, I mean, if you look around, right, it's it for what is in there that I've been through thus far is is probably one of the best values out there right now. Um, and and there's you, you, it's invaluable to watch 28 minutes of cow and calf chirp, mew, chirp, you know, get over here. Yeah. I mean, just invaluable, man. Yeah, with, with and and a lot of those with labeled. So when you hear the vocalization, I'll put on the screen. You know that was a you know a lost me. That was an assembly me. That was a wine. That was so that you're like, oh, that's what that is. So that way, there's a, a consistent basis of communication. You know what I mean? So many people talk about so many different vocalizations with so many different labels and names. You're like, what? What? What, what are we talking? What are we talking? Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute, I. Somebody said that was that or this. It, no, it, no. Lost in translation on that. But um, no, I mean, I, I appreciate that because it, you know, I know exactly what other uh, ones are priced at. And hey, no, I mean, no digs against them. Go oh, for absolutely. it. They, yeah, if they can get it. Well, we just, we just. Nobody gets mad. You know, we're not saying yeah, there's anything no. wrong with those. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, and we just, we just figured, I, I remember where I was when I started elk hunting. I was a, college student working three jobs in addition to having the army college fund and GI bill put pitching in there. So I was constantly working and my elk hunting literally was Friday evening, getting into camp hunting Saturday and maybe having a chance at first crack at Sunday morning and then leaving. I, I had limited time. I had limited money and man, if I had the knowledge then what I know now oh, with the experience, with the opportunities I had back then. Oh man. <laughs> and so I look at it and I'm like, you know, if there, there's the old ad, it's, I don't even know if it's an old adage or not, but I, it's been, I've, I've seen it more circulating lately is be the person you needed when you were younger. You know, if, if I had had this resource available to me when I was in college, I would have just, it would have been like drinking from a fire hose, but I would have been, I would have been all in it. And so the three month subscription for $25, that's stupid cheap, but some, that might be what somebody needs. And, and, you know, for the annual one to be $50, I, okay. Yeah. It's 50 bucks. Could we raise the rate? Yeah, we can. We're trying not to, it's costing us more to host the more video we put on there. It's just more expensive to get, but we're going to try to keep this thing so it's in reach of a high school kid, a college kid, you know, a mother that has her kid wants to get into hunting. And she's like, I don't freaking know what that, you know, okay, fine. 25 bucks. It's, Here you go. It's that's a pizza. You know what I mean? It, 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 okay, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead and get it. If you want to get it, you know, so it's, so it's not, a, and that's why I did the video, the other barrier to entry. There is no barrier to entry. It's not a barrier. It's like the threshold on, on, on your, when you open your door and that little thing that keeps the draft out, that's, that's about it. what you're stepping over. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, shoot, man, let's, uh, let's wrap it. We're hitting that three hour mark. Um, and then I'll hit you up. Let's, uh, let's sit down and, uh, talk elk next week, man. When you free up. Sounds again. good. Uh, yeah. I, I appreciate the time, man. It's been, uh, I'm curious to see the response from everybody. I am too, man. I, I looked this up like this thing was all over the place yeah. and it wasn't even cohesive. Oh, man. No, you know what? I, maybe it's me being a little bit biased, but but 
you know, people, I, I, you know, I'll mention you here, there on, on Instagram or, you know, somebody will hit me up after I do it. And they're like, what, you know, what's the deal? And I'll just tell them, you know, and, and people, man, I'm telling you, it's the same response, you know, no shit. Yeah. You were right. You know? And I'm like, see, I yeah, told you. Yeah. So I think people will appreciate it, man. It's been, for me, it was a great conversation. If they don't like it, they can go to the next episode or whatever. Just right. That's, that's the beautiful thing about these is, I'm I'm a fan of a lot of different podcasts, and I've I've cleaved out a bunch of podcasts. But even some of the most Im- important people that I follow, I don't listen to every one that they do. Right, and so it's no big deal. But I I hope some people do find value to it. And if they've got questions, hey, I, I'll tell you this: send you you know they can send you the messages, they can send me the messages, and if they've got questions. Let's just parlay them maybe into, you know, when the we come, one. when we, yeah, we reconvene and, yeah. and we can, you know, clarify. Cause again, we went down rabbit holes that went into other rabbit holes and then we try <laughs> to climb back out and then we got lost. And yeah, that's all right. Well, uh, what I'll do oh, then man. is I'll drop this, this sucker. What's today. Maybe I'll drop this Saturday. I'll drop it Saturday. Give them the weekend to listen a couple days to, to digest some of it and then uh yeah we'll reconvene get some elk talk going um by next wednesday thursday man i'll be so primed for elk season i'll be sick i'll be bleeding well, from the eyes so depend depend and i've no no promises um depending on when i get this project done hopefully i can get that um video i did with jay up and posted because that sucker is going to be massive as far as the information that thing chairs we just 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 what you can pick apart on those little video clips that he had is, is pretty massive so, so what, i think which, a lot is, of people is it the video is it a video from your site or is it a video that jay had so if you go to my instagram page okay. i shared okay a video clip that he had posted on his so he had video from the Ot Six Ranch of cows and calves vocalizing. Okay, and he just he just it was just a good video clip that he liked to hear. You know, it just and it, so I shared it because there was so much good stuff in it, and then I shared it, and then I was listening to it again, and I'm like, no, I got to have Jay on here. We've got to pick this apart. So we spent two hours picking that thing apart and and talking about the fundamental what you're hearing, why is it important, why should you do these things when you're calling. How does this make you a better caller, more efficient, more, you know, set you apart on the landscape? Why is this more natural than, you know, these other ways? And then when we get into the the cow bugle, you know, both of us, I had a hypothesis for a while and I tested Jay to just see what, and we, we had did not, I had no clue this was going to happen, but he, I mean, right down the line. I mean, he, he, he came to a lot of the same conclusions I did. Um, it, It was a very interesting discussion that really, Okay. Talked about some vocalizations that I think people can. can yeah, what use. I'll do is I'll get on. I'm gonna watch it before you release that, and I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna jot it down. I'm gonna see. There you go. If there I you go. fall close, you know what I mean. There you go. Absolutely, and that's a great idea. Yeah, it'll correct me on what I think I know. <laughs> well, well, and or 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 what you're gonna come up with? Say you said, "Hey, I noticed this, and I noticed you guys didn't talk about this," yeah. and so you could bring you know bring that. You know, that's the beautiful thing about it. That that's a dude. I will shake your hand. That's a great way to do it. Go through it. Listen to it. You jot down what you get on, mm-hmm. and then you watch and listen to the video, and then we can go through it and see. You know, you might be right smack dab on the money, right with everything, or you might be like, "Shit, I didn't think about that," or "I didn't think about that." And then again, you might come up with something. You're like, "I didn't 
even think about it, that it might be pretty darn profound. So cool. All right, brother. Well, I will, uh, I'll hit you up and and we'll get this thing scheduled. Uh, we'll actually plan a little bit of something, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I appreciate the time, man. Uh, I've been looking forward to this, you know? Um, Yeah. So heck yeah. Thank you. All right, brother. Thanks for having me on. Talk to you, man. All right, bye. Thank you for listening. Follow Western Contours on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, and sign up at westerncontours.com. Episodes are available on most major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Subscribe, leave us a comment, and don't forget to hit that five-star rating. We appreciate the support, and until next time, lay them down.